What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to episode 24 of the Love Life Motherfucking Shopper Podcast. We upped the limiter just for the intro. <laughs> that shit is not even peaked. You guys out there listening, you like that shit? That you like it. how that doesn't hurt your fucking ears anymore? <laughs> you know what's funny? I like the little pause you have at the end. Like, they're fucking going to answer you right now. Yeah. No, they're talking back. They're talking back to their fucking shop. They're That's stripping what's going out. on in your headphones, right? Yeah. 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 They're stripping out a fucking bolt with a Harbor Freight 12-point socket. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we like that it doesn't hurt our fucking ears. <laughs> Bring my kid in here. He's been fucking doing that screaming thing where he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna yell at you at the top of my lungs." My ears have been fucking ringing for days. That's what I do to Loctite, so it's perfect. <laughs> yep, same thing. That's what kind of voicemails he leaves me. <laughs> you fuck, <laughs> you motherfucker! I just heard that last episode. It sounded like shit. <laughs> oh man! Oh. So happy fucking New Year, motherfuckers! First episode of 2019 coming at you. First fucking day of the year for us recording. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Recording this shit New Year's motherfucking day. And it's Tuesday, some... motherfuckers. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now I'm confused. <laughs> uh, coming into the new year, I don't know if uh, you people that didn't catch the motherfucking live feed. Never catch it. We have 10,339 motherfucking times, you some bitches. Push play on the fucking low life chopping podcast. Yeah, yeah buddy. boy, that's a lot of fucking times. Ten thousand, uh, ten thousand, at least a thousand of those a year. So they don't count mine. <laughs> God, <laughs> he should count because he's playing it for everybody in the fucking tow truck. Yeah, it should count. He's like, I'm sorry, your car broke down. Here's a fucking podcast. <laughs> Shut up and listen to this. <laughs> don't uh, talk to me while we ride. I just play the butt chugging midgets episode over and over. <laughs> You guys ever heard about butt chugging midgets? Speaking of butt chugging midget, midgets, sponsor <laughs> time. <laughs> Florida wants their own episode. Florida, I've seen that. Yeah, I think they deserve their own episode. <laughs> they want it. They said they want a conference call with fucking uh, famous or nothing, Foldwood, and the real motherfucking Roly Poly. Oh man, see, this is like a, that's a catalyst. You like all of those people individually. That's one thing, but when you put them all together, that that's got to that's liable to get out of hand. Hey, you know what though? That might be one episode. You guys don't have to listen to us. We're just gonna play the conference call and <laughs> shoot the shit. We'll let yeah. them talk to each other. You fucking no idea what you're gonna hear. Yeah, that's we'll true. just say, "All right, guys, go." <laughs> all right, well, do Florida shit. Yeah, do Florida shit. And stop sending those fucking glorious pictures of you riding your bikes and fucking chilling on the beach. I fucking hate it. Riding around in boats with no shirts on. I was like, it's hard to look at. He wanted to show his titties. That's what he wanted to do. So, got some nice Florida tits. (laughs) 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 Uh, Before we get too much further off the rails, let's kick it off the way we always do. Let's get into these motherfucking sponsors. CP, who's our first Mm. one? Let's see. Let's go with fucking Chicken Rick. To ChopShit.com. Chop yeah, motherfucking boy. shit. He's, he's the top notch homie. He is. We just had fucking... Uh, and we'll, I mean, we'll get into this more with the shoutouts, but we just had somebody write in to say that the one thing they want to fucking hear is more Chicken Rick talking tech. So listen, if you're out there and you want to hear more of Chicken Rick talking tech, Believe me, we're fucking. We can't wait to get this guy back on the episode. So if that's what you want to fucking hear, tell us. You can't say it like that. How do I gotta say it? You like listen, you fucking dirty little pussy ass bitches. You dumb. If you want to fucking hear somebody, 
fucking get off your fucking stinky little pussy and fucking ride in. Wow. So I, full ham on that one. Uh, I couldn't couldn't hold anything back. I'm, there. I'm taking notes. This is, this is how we got to talk to these Watch, people. Inbox is blown up this week. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, you motherfucker. That's what I want to hear. But yeah, so fucking Chicken Rick, longtime sponsor, awesome fucking dude. Always checking out other people in his area too. We'll fucking we'll, we'll save that shit for the shout outs. Yeah, but we'll get into that. That dude travels around. He sees what everybody's got going. He's on. He's heading to motherfucking New Jersey soon. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that state blows. <laughs> Dude, sorry, one if you're from New Jersey. It's a fucking stank state. <laughs> they have super restrictive gun laws. I'm not and a huge fan. It stinks like shit. That too. New Jersey is a smelly ass city. <laughs> it's just it's, it's a city. <laughs> like it's not its own state anymore. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's the cost of doing business when you're when you live in the Northeast and you want to get to somewhere nice. You just it's like a place you have to venture through. <laughs> you just see only the fucking highway. We're going to have somebody from New Jersey write in. Actually, fucking Cheap Thrills is in New Jersey. Yeah. Asbury Park, New Jersey. I don't know if you call That's it Asbury. That's the Chevrolet's going to. Oh, yeah. Asbury? Asbury? That's where the smell's coming from. He's got a motherfucking booth set up. So if you motherfuckers are showing up to that, hit up fucking Chicken Rick. Wanna chicken be- motherfucking Rick. <laughs> Wanna be Fabrication will be there, too. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, we got to meet Dude, him. His bars are fucking on point. He's not in the sponsor section, but I just want to throw that out because he's at that show. He makes some pretty nice fucking bars. When's Cheap Thrills again? Cheap uh, Thrills is uh, February 2nd in Asbury Park, shit. New Jersey. Next motherfucking sponsor we got is The Babes from motherfucking B3. Babes, Babes Bikes, Bikes and Beards. That was gay. Yeah. Yeah, you're cutting that shit out. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I didn't bring a pen to write down where to All cut right. it. Well, leave All right, that shit on. Yeah, so fucking B3, Whiskey Eye of B3, one of the fucking Greasy Dozen builders. You guys heard about this if you tuned into last week's episode. Fucking B3 is going to be building a bike for Greasy Dozen. We can't wait to have B3 back on to check in on what they're fucking building, what's coming. They just finished a fucking shed to build this shit in, or garage, whatever, yeah, I think whatever it's we're so calling nice. it. Yeah, dude, it's fucking decked out. Really nice setup. She even got fucking TVs out there and shit. Damn. She hooked it up. Throw fucking six over on the screen. And For sure. That's what Brandon does. Every day, just I watch impressed. it again. I walked in, he had beautiful choppers everywhere, and fucking six over playing. Word. It was amazing. That's the shit right there. So yeah, fucking B3, longtime sponsor as well. Who we got next? How about motherfucking Fat Man Customs? The homie. Fat Man Custom Motors. Oops. I talk to Fat Man on a daily basis. He's a good dude. Can you stop kicking the table? I can't help it. I'm just doing fucking shin kicks at the table. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Like fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme and fucking Kickboxer over here? My whole fucking... He's the only one that laughed is thrown off today. Stop with the fucking chair. No, I got the squeaky chair and I'm running with it. Let's get through these sponsors so I can tell my story here. All right. We got Fat Man Custom Motors. We got fucking Famous for Nothing. One of the Florida boys, Mr. Fuck It Run It. Hit him up for all your fucking... Fuck your feelings. Shirts, stickers, shop rags, all that cool ass shit. And then, last but not least... Oh, no. Fuck it. Yeah. We made it all the way through. Hey, nice work, boys. Only ten minutes in. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking finding a way. All right, you want to move to shout-outs, Loctite, or you want to... I want to tell about why everything's fucked up for me today. All right, jump in. Oh, we're going to talk about your shoes. So I get here today. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Grease has this rule. He's one of those guys where he doesn't want you to wear the shoes in the house. Well, actually, I can't say he's one of those guys because sometimes he does it and sometimes he doesn't give a fuck. So yep. this time, he didn't even ask me this time. I was like, you know what? I'm not wearing my boots. I got the Chuck Taylors on. Yeah, you had sneaks. So I'm just going to take them off. Right. So I take them off and I'm like, you know what? I'll bring them down to the basement with me because it gets cold down there sometimes. <laughs> I set him on his bar stool, bend over to grab something, and pour my whole goddamn beer inside of my fucking Chuck Taylor. <laughs> so then I look, I look over and I'm like, wow, it looks fucking wet as hell inside my shoe. Bend over to grab my shoe, dump the rest of my beer all over the fucking floor. This is like, I wish I fucking saw this happen because I can't fathom how this how this took place. It was terrible. I'm not that happy. He's got some wet shoes and this fu- the fucking dedication to this man. He's got to wait after we finish recording this podcast because he's going to wait run. for his shoes to dry yeah. the dryer. He can't run the fucking dryer because it's right next to where we record. Yeah, so fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, drinking tonight? Tell him about this fucking this new uh, business you invented. New Year, new me. Motherfucking salty beers. Dude, it's so good. It really is amazing. Oh my god. I can't believe no one ever showed me this before. Yep, so the rest of the year. Oh, I can't say that because I know I'm going to be drinking IPAs because I love IPAs, but Corona. Fucking love Corona. Dump a little bit of fucking salt in there. Get that salty beer. It's fucking amazing. I need a little more salt in my salty beer. If you ever fucking try a salty beer, you better fucking step the game up. <laughs> I'm resalting it right now. You, you can get hear those it fucking on the mic. crystals falling. You can hear it on the mic. Oh, yeah. That's the fucking stuff right there. Fucking Morocco. He's yelling at you for the squeaky chair, and now he's got the fucking now Morocco. Now I got the Morocco going. Salt shaker. That's what you fucking need. Goddamn, oh, God. we're kicking this new year off right. So new fucking get- salty beers and salty beer shoes. I'm going to say, new year, new me bullshit needs to stop. Like, you're new the same year, motherfucker. Me, new me. No, new year, new me. I'm drinking a fucking salty beer, motherfucker. That's that's the yeah. new you? That's the new me? You've never done that before today. I have, but today well, I can say new year, new Well, then it's not the new, new you, me. motherfucker. It's new this year, motherfucker. <laughs> shit. God. I can say what the fuck I want. I never drank this shit. I'm loving it. There you go. New year, new you. Congratulations. Now fucking cut the shit out. It's the same you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Same me, new beers. Yep. There you go. I love it. All right. So let's jump into some fucking shout outs because the page, you guys paid the fuck attention. God damn. People must be bored over the holidays because I swear the page is blowing up like never before, which we're fucking pumped about. But let's get into who's been writing in. We got fucking 812. First up. We got motherfucking kick out the jams. I don't know. I couldn't remember if I shouted this out before. I, think I don't I just think said no. that. I've never heard the name, so I don't think. Yeah. You. So that's the dude from Australia. I think yes. I just didn't have his name last time. Yep. yep. So uh, check him out. I believe he's the one who makes those taillights. I think he's part of the, I don't even know. I'm not going to attempt to say it. The knee jerk thing. Whatever the fuck it is. Hypnic jerk. Hypnic, yeah. I think it. Don't fucking quote me. There could be more people from Australia writing in. I just figured maybe it's just one fucking dude in Australia that knows who we are. Right. Anytime someone from Australia, same guy. Yeah. Small same island. Guy. Uh, yeah, so I chatted up with him for a while. Uh, Ooh, CP's getting the fucking decanter over yeah, there. Yeah, we're fancy gentlemen. Fucking Beast Coast culture. Yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't even have the fucking screenshot of the conversation, but... We talked for a while. His name's Matt Love. Loving the last name. That's fucking Shit. badass last name. Just call him McLovin. Uh, what the fuck is this? Oh, Moto Company Magazine. He's a fucking local. He wants to come on the motherfucking show. He's from Maine. 
Runs a goddamn magazine. What's the name again? Uh, Moto Company Magazine. Nice. From Maine. Uh, I believe that's like a Hot Rod and Chopper Magazine. Good stuff. I, I checked out part of the first issue and it was like Vans and fucking Choppers. And he's running a pretty cool iron head. So, he's on a tugboat though, so he's only here once in a while, so he's... We're trying to figure so something out. So he's on a tugboat? Yeah, it works on Some a Some Mark Twain shit. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. It may not That's be a tugboat, cool. but it was definitely a book. What? You don't know who Mark Twain is? I know who Mark Twain is. Fucking wrote some books. Jesus. <laughs> you didn't read him? <laughs> so we also what got... What the fuck <laughs> you think I have enough time to read? <laughs> or if I could. Like, come on. We I look got... at pictures. <laughs> we got motherfucking... Filthy Gringo. Can I jump in here? No. Fucking Filthy Gringo out in fucking Oklahoma. Yeah, but he was this actually was, on my list, yeah. Yeah, this was you chatting it up with him. Fucking Oklahoma. All the fuck about it. I'm, I do, It's just like it blows my mind that this shit has spread to all these different areas. And, hey, we, we fucking love the fact that you guys are listening. The only thing I would fucking urge these people to do is keep writing in. Keep telling us the shit that you want to hear about. We got all these things lined up in our head. Shit we want to do with episodes. People we want to talk to. But if you're out there thinking like, Damn, I wish they'd talk to this person. Fucking send that shit in. For sure. I should put Loctite on announcing the message. I guess I don't I don't talk to you people right, but <laughs> fucking send that shit in. You gotta talk I just, to dirty. Yeah, I just stopped talking. You gotta degrade them. You gotta talk down to them. Listen to me. Well, these listeners, <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before about that guy I was talking shit about on that sports page. You gotta break them down all the way to their fucking lowest. And then you build them back up to who you want them to be. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking military of chopper podcasts. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting here having flashbacks of like getting yelled at and shit. And I'm like, oh, I get that. That's All how these it, people are freshly enlisted in the podcast. That's how it has to be. You gotta break them down, retrain their fucking minds. Uh, next, we got motherfucking Kyle underscore Butler. Uh, I don't know where the fuck he's from. That's a cool underscore. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm all about the underscores. I don't know how to fucking... Okay, so we got X, Mongo, X, Stomp, X. Another motherfucking homie that hit us up. Hell yeah. There's a lot this this week. Uh, this was Chop Cult, too. What? Didn't we have... Uh, all the best for 2019 and beyond from Chop Cult. Big thanks to them. Damn, you totally stumped him there. He's like, Mongo Mongo Stomp is Chop chop Cold? Nah. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying to the next person. I was like, oh shit, I did not know. This Uh, website might have heard Chop Cold. You ever heard of them? uh, I think so. They do like motorcycle stuff, I think. Solid motherfuckers. I have have an account on there. I haven't been on there. Always showing the motherfuckers support for everything going on in the child community. No, their, their site's awesome. I just love them. I don't. I absolutely it, love them. I don't. You could build a bike off of that website. Yeah, I'm easy. More, I'm more on the the savage forum right now because I'm in the middle of a build. When I move on to like something like a Harley, maybe they'll be. In they have savage shit on there. Not as much. Well, not as much I, as I, I need. I'm not gonna say right that they have savage shit because I don't know. Yeah, but there's no. A there wide probably variety. is. I'm just avoiding the people that are like, oh, you don't have an Evo, and I'm like, yeah, fuck those. Yeah, you can't see, say See, now that. I've said it on the air. Yeah, don't now say Now I've actually said fuck Evo. You can't say it. Yeah. Anyway, go. we got, uh... <laughs> we got SunnyBoy underscore 666. Motherfucking devil worshiper. Fucking shout Hell out to SunnyBoy and shout out to fucking 
what Sonny Boy reached out asking about. He was wondering who prints that shirt with the girl on the back end of the motorcycle with the ass between the sissy bar. And that's motherfucking Wes from Counterbalance Cycles, who we definitely need to get on this show. Motherfucking butt stuff. Wes, if you're listening, My old lady I'll be reaching wants out. that shirt. She wants it? Yeah. Fucking Wes. She needs that shit. Got to hit up that fucking big cartel. Will do. Also, we got motherfucking 812 Inc., which is a fucking garage. I believe... Did he say he was out in... Is this dude out of Jersey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> After all that shit when you saw it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jersey sucks, except for 812. Yeah. You guys are alright. Yeah, if you guys don't follow uh, 812 Inc., definitely check them out. They are building some fucking sick jobs. Um, I got to chop it up with them for a while, so... That was good. Follow those motherfuckers. Uh, oh, they also, are in Jersey. Yep. Who else? Uh, Redbeard and Lone... What does this say? Is it Lone... Lone Murray. Murray. I don't know if it was Murray That's or... fucking uh, dude from Florida, right? No. No. Oh, that's those our CT, CT boys. CT's been really showing the fuck up. We're going to we... get into that right motherfucking now. So red, I don't know what that. What is that sign? Is that just like a bunch of underscores? It's so, it's so many. I can't. I'm infuriated just looking at it. It's red beard with a full line. So just it could check be that any out. amount. Who knows? And Nobody fucking knows. Those dudes. They actually have a garage named. Fuck, dude! I forgot what the garage name was. I'm a dick. Um. Chris, keep talking. I'll fucking forget that garage name. Yeah. So first off, these guys are down in CT. Um, they got this garage where they built their own fucking powder coat setup, and it's not like some rinky dink shit. This looks like somebody it's stole the fucking kiln out of a fucking art studio. This shit is fucking big, and they got some dope ass choppers coming out of this shop. The guy's got a fucking V Star that he fucking took. It's got that dual backbone frame up top, and he chopped it and put a single backbone so he could run a little peanut tank on it. Yep. I'm a huge fan of like people doing that because this the, with that dual backbone it just kind of fucks up is all there, the lines. Is there a gap between it? Yeah, like it, it kind of like it was, you know how the front of a of the down tubes kind of wishbone yep. out? This was that same thing but over the top of the motor. So he cut that out and he welded in a single brace and then put the tank right onto that. Perfect. Which just makes it I mean that's the lines that you need not to like shit on the lesser known stop um, being politically shit fucking, on it <laughs> yeah I hate the fucking double backbone on the top it looks fucking horrendous and he cut it out and he sent me a picture of the before and after and it's a totally different looking bike it looks yeah. fucking amazing you can find them uh, at motherfucking dirty builds that's uh, right dirty yeah. builds yeah hit them up they're doing the powder coat and shit um uh, Motherfucking they were saying that they even they threw out some fucking help to uh, whiskey whiskey eye and Brandon saying if they got fucking shit for their greasy dozen bills right. they're down to help. So these are some dudes reaching out in the fucking shop community, making sure that people are set to fucking and go. they're planning on fucking trying to put together some kind of bike night thing out in fucking CT. So pay attention to that shit. We'll fucking bring in the details when they figure it the fuck out. Hell yeah, I've got one shout out for. Uh, Voodoo Vintage, my hardtail's on its way. Fucking so exciting. He got that shit done. Everyone saw the video of him fucking etching the dick with wings on the bottom. 
Did he really do that? Oh, yeah, he did. That's fucking awesome. He's like, when we first started talking, he's like, so I was like, do you have any, like, fucking logo you put on some of the stuff you built or anything like that? He goes, oh, yeah, my old lady's bike. I fucking etched a dick with wings on there. And I'm like, will you put my bike at the front of the line? I'll let you fucking etch that on there. And he's like, all right. I was like, deal is, you label that shit number one voodoo vintage, sign your name and date it. And you can fucking draw that on there. And he's like, all right. So I have the first one off the line. So hopefully Damn. this motherfucker becomes famous. <laughs> and that way I can say I have his first fucking hardtail from the new owner. So That's fucking badass, dude. Yeah. And he's a fucking cool dude. His name's uh, Mike Coffee, Like the drink, just not spelt the same. I love coffee. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that out there. <laughs> Thank you. That was that really aided in Excellent. my conversation, asshole. <laughs> Just so you all know, if you ever show up, you can give Loctite some coffee. He'll fucking drink it. He'll be all about it. Also, on other fucking news, uh, Cali Corrupted Clothing. Uh, he's obviously out of California. What? <laughs> uh, he hit me up. Uh, I was just talking about his brand and all that shit and what they're doing out there. So check those motherfuckers out. Hell yeah. So I don't have so much information. I had to take screenshots. I only get whatever I can fit on that fucking screenshot. That's right. There's so many people I couldn't take notes on what I talked with. Yeah, it was definitely everybody. a busy week. We'll do what you can. I got one last one here, too. Um, R.O.Creative. This is the dude that took the pictures of the fucking side chick over the summer. Dude got dude came to take these pictures, and they got married, like, the next week. So pictures were took a little bit of time to come back, but now that they're back, dude, they're fucking killer. How have so, we not seen them? I only posted one, and I'm going to be posting the rest. You're I said in the first one. Bitch. I'm going to be posting the rest throughout the week. I want to spread them out. I've never seen the one you posted. Oh, you got to fucking look at my page. This guy doesn't even what look at my page. What about the Low Life Chopper podcast page, motherfucker? When I pull up Loctite Sporty Build on Instagram, it says like, this person God, does not follow you back. Evos. It says this person doesn't follow it's you. So it's fun. I'm looking at the pic now. I like the blue. He's like, why haven't I seen it? And I'm like, because you don't follow me. So r.o.creative. Um, if you need some fucking pictures done, he's trying to get more bike shoots. So hit this dude up. His fucking pictures are amazing, but you'll see him on my fucking at Nick J. Farrow page. But, I mean, you what? need to change that name. Nobody knows Nick. Yeah, nobody knows who the fuck you're Nick. fucking, fucking Grease, Grease, Grease J. Farrow. <laughs> Grease Farrow or something. Underscore. Hashtag. I just got a, a fucking text from Chicken Rick. Would love to get on and talk tech carbs. Learned a ton of good lessons and I'm really having. I'm, I Can am really close <laughs> to having this thing dial. He's tapped into my microphone. <laughs> yeah, no, I texted him before. But, um, dude, that's yeah, a, dude, we got to get him on. Sorry to cut you off, but that is a fucking bad Larry picture. Right? Holy fuck. That I'm saying. The, the guy takes great fucking pictures. Makes you want to go out there and kick that bike right over right now. <laughs> like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you better run, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you take beautiful photos, but you can't go down the road. You. That's right. So yeah, uh, so I just got a text message as well. Motherfucking chopper Bob. Oh shit, is he coming through? He said, "I'm ready to come through." He better be here. Like, tell him he got to be here. Yeah, fucking now. He got fucking 15 minutes. Shit's over. Just kidding. <laughs> he got 15 minutes. 15 minutes ago. No, but um, so yeah, I think that wraps up the fucking shout out section. Yeah, we had a lot. We did. We had a ton this week. This week has been fucking crazy. It's, it's been, been so crazy. Can I give one other fucking other story? No, 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 no. Long time coming that. story. Let's hear it. Fucking no longer are my broken down bikes going to be 
designated to remaining on the side of the road unless I can fucking Ooh. wrench them back together. I finally have fucking ended the conquest for the motherfucking truck. Got the fucking truck. Motherfucking 2010 Toyota Tacoma in the fucking driveway. I do of like the, the bed liner in there. I checked that immediately. I'm like, does he have a bed liner in here? And it does. Oh, yeah. Which is clutch. I got the ratchet truck. straps, got the bed liner. Did you go with an automatic? I wanted the manual, but they, did you get the fucking. One? Yeah, I got the automatic. Bad boy. Yep. You don't want this fucking manual. What's the name I would, dude, I really did. Junkski. No. I really did want the manual, the it six gets speed so manual. Old, so you know bad. what? I, I do remember that. Like, I, when I was. Picking out my first car after my beater that I had gotten when I was 16. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get a manual. I knew how to drive them. And then, like, I drove in the city once. And I was like, why didn't I get an automatic? (laughs) Yeah. That's why I was telling them, like, it's it's all fucking fun and make you smile for the first fucking six months. And you're like, this was a terrible idea. And you're like, I can't sit my dunks and text (laughs) all fucking ride on my way to work. Yeah. Looking out the window once every 15 minutes. I don't know. I def I was torn on it, but the the fucking what sold me was just the fucking the deal was there, deal was right, and the guy didn't have any fucking manuals. And all the manuals I drove, wicked weird fucking clutch. Everyone super different from the next one. No similarities between. I drove. That's four how of all them. trucks are, though. You're never gonna find a clutch that's exactly the same as the next. Really? I drove four fucking <coughs> all the same engine. You know, roughly the same years. Depends on who wrote it before, how they wrote the clutch. They probably fucking beat it to shit. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not good. So, yeah, maybe it's better. All for the best. But either way, I'm just fucking I'm excited. Pumped to be able to move the bikes around, dude. I'm buying a motherfucking trailer. Do you have a tow hitch on that? I do. Yeah, it came with a tow hitch, came with a backup cam. You got the truck? This is where you guys are my friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We'll fucking merge them together. That's it. Make we don't even need to finish our bikes now. Fuck it. Yeah, just wheel them around. That's it. Trailer them. I never have to worry about wiring the stepchild. I'm just going to put it all back together, paint it, and fucking like, yeah, it runs. There you go. I just oh, can't yeah. start it up at the show. Duh. It runs. I've been drinking, so I don't want to ride it right now, but like, you know, I'll, drink, I'll, I'll ride it later. Uh, we'll just put like like speakers in the back that sound like it's running. People never know. <laughs> like, just make sure the lights come on. <laughs> Uh, you're recording of me going Rah! <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh, but I'm fucking pumped man I'm glad that worked out for you that's been a long time coming months months and months of looking at every piece of shit truck in the northeast so that's somebody else's job now that's my job soon you getting a truck? I need to get rid of the fucking Subi yeah, I love I like that it. thing how much you want for the Subi? I love that thing but I'll trade you a Beetle for it. I will not drive a Beetle. <laughs> it's got a brand new alternator. It defeats my whole fucking life purposes. No, that's the Kia. I don't want to talk about that on this oh, episode. Okay, never mind. It doesn't have a new alternator. <laughs> Shit alternator. Yeah, my Beetle sucks. On its way out. <laughs> on its way out. Thank you, I'm The only thing that would make me sad about losing the Beetle is all the stickers from Chop Shit. <laughs> I know. Dude, Chop Shit fucking... They got I got the all those again. stickers on the Subaru. Perfect. Let's I got this trade. fucking Chop Shit sticker. Got to go in the truck. We'll talk some, we'll talk some digits later. <laughs> Heavy trading. <laughs> Heavy trading going on. Oh, fuck. All right, so without any further ado, let's jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode. The fucking meat and potatoes. <laughs> we got motherfucking NH Chopper Bob back in the studio with us tonight. Say hello. Hey, now. 
We are fucking stoked to have you here, that dude. Not hello. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a dead, it's a dead end thing, you know? Hey, now. Every single person that we ever like, greased off, like, say hello, and they're like, I'm not saying hello. I'm going to say anything but hello. <laughs> say hello. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> We're like, that'll work. Lockdown's still kicking the table, so it's all good. Hey, I'm chilling. <laughs> Got the feet up. All right. So, hey, let's catch up with you. It's been a long time since we had you on the show. How? First off, how was fucking holidays? Holidays were excellent. It was a great time. You know, family, friends, you know. It's the holidays. Of course. You that, know, it's uh, great. Saw that photo Brandon posted of the uh, magazine page you got him. Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Oh, Although, sure. if he didn't love it, it would have went really well in my shop. Yeah. Hanging see on this. the wall. What is this? So, you can tell. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> went and had uh, the article in the magazine from the 62 when we had it in cycle source oh, in August, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had it professionally framed and mounted and everything. Uh, Chris Cullen at Cycle Source, I contacted him, asked him who was a good uh, company to uh, go to. In the news is who he turned me on to, and they were connected right with him. So there's no uh, page seams. They got the digital file. Nice. And, um, you know, a little pricey, but well worth the money. Uh, excellent sweet. job. It is fantastic. Yeah, it looks it better in person. Person, you guys, uh, when we do a garage night, when Brandon does his garage night, you guys are going to have to go in the house or he's going to have to bring it out and you guys got to see it. For, oh, sure. for sure. I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping <coughs> he didn't like it and he wanted something else. <laughs> <laughs> Hang yeah, on. Right. Right. His humbleness went right out the fucking window. He's like, damn, I look good. <laughs> but with Tequila Blue goes in the magazine, I ex- you know, I was my birthday. About that. I haven't heard anything. I've been yet. waiting to see those pictures from Full Speed Ahead. Um, he can't show them because now Cycle Source owns them. They belong to they them. Bought, yeah. right. They bought the article, so it's only a matter of time. And um, you know, this I'm year I'm excited for that. That was a cool. So that was a cool shoot. That was cool. That was fun. That yeah. was uh, surprised me. Yeah, I really when Josh like came up to me and and. Uh, and asked me to bring the bike outside out of the show, take pictures, and and he is a fantastic <laughs> photographer. Really cool backdrop of that old warehouse in the yeah. background too. Yes. Like that, yeah, yeah, definitely can't his, wait to uh, see those photos. Well, he makes every picture he takes. I look at and the bikes and that I know of that yeah. he's taken and our stuff. I look at the pictures and uh, like from the hard time show, I'm like, it looks better in his pictures. Than <laughs> you know, he just. He's a fantastic photographer. He is. You know, excellent job. And what was it, what's his handle if people want to check out some of his work? Uh, Twig Photography. I think on the Instagram. DJ Twig? DJ Twig. Yeah. DJ Twig on Instagram. Nice. Yeah, he takes killer pictures of jobbers. Yeah, I can't wait to see those come back. Yeah, and, and when you get a chance, uh, <clears throat> he also does uh, a lot of work for um, some of the hot rod magazines, some of the Carmite Deluxe uh, uh, hot rods. And uh, look at his articles, and, and he does fantastic work, whether it's cars and even on his own page. And his just looking at scenery and stuff that he uh, takes pictures of, he's just a great all around photographer. Nice. So, so I just I just want to jump in real quick for all our Facebook listeners. Get on Instagram. All of our shits on there. Stop yeah. saying let's keep it on Facebook. We neglect the fuck out of Facebook. Yeah, We're I not just, doing Facebook. I it's just gotta happening. say Facebook is dead. Yeah, I, in my opinion, that that website is is dead. We, I, we do ninety percent of the stuff on Instagram. We'll share occasional things on Facebook, but like get a fucking Instagram. It's hard because nobody hits us up on Facebook. There's no like any kind of interaction on Facebook, so it's hard to really like. 
care about it. Put in the energy we put into Instagram. Well, because Instagram seems- blows up. That's our problem. It's right. like. It's so busy on there. Right. It takes literally three of us all week to get but through some shit. If you share, like every time I put a picture up, I share it to Facebook because I, I know always a forget bunch. to click that button. I click that button because there's a bunch of old guys like myself, you know, and they don't only go on Facebook. I right. tell guys I know well, that's go point. on Instagram, and they're like, I don't want to go on Instagram. I'm like. People and I steal my identity if I go well, on Instagram. Well, not even that. It was just like, how do you work it? Right. Well, you the know, thing is, is like you're saying, it took a lot of people forever to figure out how to run fucking Facebook. So now, like, I don't want to fucking do that all over again. Right. And, like, I actually brought this up to Greece saying that we should put more effort into Facebook. But And I'm the one who brought up the fucking idea, and I can't even do it because... It's a click. One click, you move the little it goes there, but then it's like then we gotta log in and respond to everybody. It's the second half. We right. don't wanna if you leave a picture you got fifteen people are writing to us, then we gotta and monitor take two the sides. Time once a week. It's and, a lot um it, but it's a lot more complicated of a system to work. Because I yes. have the yeah. <clears throat> I have the page app on my phone. And right. it's a, nearly impossible to delete a message. It's impossible to a even find the message. Yeah, it's a pain. It's just yeah. it's so difficult. It you is. Just want, if it you is. need to reach out, to but us, you're gonna you're gonna get. We have to get. You're gonna expand your audience. Right. Yeah. You're gonna expand your audience. Nobody's on Facebook anymore. But it's the generation. <laughs> no, there, there is a lot it of is, fucking chopper guys. He's right about it. On Facebook, there's yeah, a lot. There's there a lot of us. Great beards on um, Facebook. I share a lot of it on my private page on Facebook. Yeah. And if people write to a comment on the Facebook page, we can get to that. If you send them, if you use Facebook Messenger, you're better off tying a handwritten note to a carrier pigeon and sending it to Londonderry. <laughs> yes. Because I'm not checking it. It's a whole separate app. It's a whole Whoever separate, decided yeah. to make that two separate apps can go. Right to hell. We're not doing that. I, I Just write on the on the comment. Write yeah. on the Facebook page. Email. Don't use Facebook What's the message. email? iLifeChopper at gmail.com. That's the best Good. way. If you want to know for a fact that we're getting it, nobody uses that, so you're going to get like prime fucking... That you'll get the most detailed response if you go to lowlifechopper at gmail.com. For sure, because all three of us are on that account, and I mean... It's super simple. Yeah. One fucking click. Yeah. I would just say, getting back to the going down to Instagram, Brandon told me for two years to get on Instagram. And I just, <laughs> I looked at it, I procrastinated. I'm still learning, and there are things, and I think part of it is my phone. Yeah. Some of the apps and, and some know, of the thousand lessons. That, but the button that you told me yep. doesn't come up on my phone. So it's it's some of the different apps and the phone that you have. Right. But it took two years. And I got <clears throat> a few old friends that I'm trying to get to get on Instagram. Right. And trying to steer them that way. Because it is a lot Instagram easier. is a lot less complicated than Yes, Facebook. it is. Yes, it is. I just figured out how to go live. I just went live on, New, on Christmas Day. That was Day. a good live feed. That yeah. was. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. That was my first live. I, I didn't understand if how it someone worked. can reach out to me and explain how I can go live with one of these motherfuckers... Because I don't know how, and I don't want to look like an idiot again on live yeah. feed. So. Send it on Facebook Messenger. He'll never get it, and then he'll never go well, live. Well, send it to me on Facebook. Uh, fuck you, uh, not Did you see there. the live video when I tried to bring him on? He yeah, I the did fucking, the same thing as your 20. Yeah. He was like, 
I can't hear you. But he's like holding it to his face. Thing. I'm like, don't do when that. I put the phone in my ear. I could hear you. For some reason, it was coming out like a phone call. And right. I'm like sitting there trying to hit speaker. No, fuck. We, I can talk as much as I goddamn want. Don't wrap me up, motherfucker. <laughs> we gotta play. Do not give us the wrap up sign, you motherfucker. I'm, giving, I'm playing the music like at the Grammys. Like just <laughs> you know, all get I off the stage. Is, <laughs> now all I can think of is that Dave Chappelle episode. Wrap <laughs> it up, bitch. <laughs> All right, right, we can get on to real talk now. All right, so let's get into some shit because we got fucking Chopper Bob in the studio, and it's not just to talk about Instagram. We got that fucking tech talk. That fucking tech talk that the guy's been missing. That's what they want. The people want to hear the tech talk, Bob, and we figure you're the best person to talk some tech. And we we want to hear about these bills. We all have a lot of projects this year. This is going to be an exciting year, guys. Fuck. Uh, You know, between. I was just over today at Brandon's. Fantastic! Bring your camera and look at the workmanship that he's doing on this Kawasaki. It's—I'm uh, really impressed. He's really raising the bar, you know, Hell yeah. really high, really going. Uh, he's learning more about machining his own parts. Nice. And I brought him over another, <clears throat> some more tooling, so he can do even more. There you go. You know. Yeah, he's so. got the benchtop lathe, right? Uh, he's got uh, benchtop lathe, and he's got my old drill mill. Yeah, to get him going, and he's milling stuff and making his own brackets. And so we haven't got to talk to Brandon yet, but I can imagine you were probably just as excited or more than he was when he got accepted to the Crazy Dozen. I'm not sure who was more excited. I was, fucking, I was, I was just, jumping up and down my living room. So was I. And he's just one of the homies. And I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah. When I saw that, I was like, we fucking know him. Yes. Uh, I think it's great that they got uh, you know some New Englanders, right. you know, in this area, and, and two people that you guys know on from the Low Life Chopper podcast. You know, right. Two locals and um, two whiskey. Locals, one sponsor. Yeah. I mean, one. Hell yeah. I just, I you know, and whiskey. I what a great choice. Seriously. For the you know for the thirteenth, yep. fantastic, very good decision. The right person for it. Yep. Um, we can all support her on it, whatever she needs, you know. And Brandon too, Brandon, you know. But um, I think it's fantastic. It's going to be a fantastic year. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, on that, where Brandon told me, and where I saw, we both saw the post that they had too many chopper entries, yep. which. I, you know, I had said to Brandon, you know, we've been talking about taking one of my oldest brother, uh, oldest brother's road road race bikes, the old 883 uh, Harley class that they ran back in the 80s and into the 90s. And he had a couple of his old bikes sitting there wanting to get him back on the road. We were going to cafe one just to get him a street bike, but it turned into a street bike. And I, Brandon was like, enter that. Well, they didn't pick me, but... Now I'm kind of committed to build this bike for my brother, which is, uh, there's two of them, so we build one, we can keep one. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Puts the panhead lower on the list, but it's it's fun. There's a lot of things. Uh, Cleaning the shop now. Yep. Right. So what, uh, as far as that, um, the 883... What do you got in mind for it? Well, we're going to keep the original paint, you know, and the graphics on it. But actually, I want to talk to uh, Matt and have him to uh, where it was just a, a rough painted graphics. 
nice. Yeah. But let's make it show quality now. Put some clear over it. You yeah. know, repaint it. I got part of the deal. Is there's two brand new unused tanks. Nice. So he can copy, but we want to keep the whole Bruce Transportation racing emblems on it. That'd be super That's cool. That's so cool. You know, it's going to look like a race bike. And uh, Brandon's already on the other one. Is already. I got my leathers. I'm going to find out the rules so we can make it. <clears throat> the other one, street slash race, so we can take the stuff back off and make it full race again. That'd be Maybe fucking do cool. Do some flat tracking with it. Hey, they're coming to look fucking uh, loud. Loud, and that's what he said. And he does. I, I, it's out of date, but he did get his road racing license. No he shit. He has road raced. No shit. And he did the uh, Penguin Road Racing School. Uh, got uh, a, f- a first place, uh, first place I think, in his rookie race, and uh, second place in his first novice race. Damn oh, shit! He passed. He started on the second wave with a 450 Super Motard Honda. Yep. He passed everybody in his wave. Now the first wave <clears throat> gets a half a lap head start. So they don't, you know, the bigger bikes go first. Right. right. He passed three quarters of them. Damn. Of course, all the racing, these guys are just learning road racing. Brandon was used to bumping elbows when he was racing motocross. So he was right there. Right. It's all second nature to him. Yeah. It was fun. So he's he's ready. To, we're going to be fighting over this bike, I think. Uh, I bet. <laughs> any, um, any work getting done to the motor? Uh, one motor is completely. There was a blown motor in one, and gotcha. um, because of the race bike and the connections at the time, I got to build a complete motor, brand new cases, and they've already been replaced. And I got ground up build the motor. The other motor was already a tricked motor for racing, yep. and I just it hasn't run in over ten years, so I got to get it running. Uh, possibly put rings in, maybe relap the valves, clean it up. Yep. You know, check the carburetor, clean the gas if it's been sitting. Is it already, like, uh, overboard on that one? I don't know what the bore was last. I didn't build it. Uh, Wayne Gino was a tuner then and builder. Great work. Uh, Made some fasts uh, for the 883 class. Sure. Um, Their team was Team Fog at one time when my brother was racing. Fast old guys. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) But... uh, so we'll see. I'm not sure, but they were very strict on that class. Uh, you could only go so far, right? And, right. And uh, even at one point, and I tried to suggest to my brother about shaving the heads and decking the cylinders. And there was a discussion on how much horsepower. A year later, the AMA banned it. Said you can't deck, you can't shave the heads, you can't deck the cases because up in the compression. Right. So. Yeah, usually when it comes to racing, they want you as stock as, as stock in that class to keep it a fair fucking playing yeah. field. So for myself and anybody listening that doesn't know, what is decking the cylinders? When you deck the cylinders in any motor, uh, whether it's a car motor or uh, a motorcycle engine, any engine, gasoline engine, is you basically you mill down, you shave the either the block. You know, it's like the top of the block, the the top of the block, and basically what you're doing, or the head. What you're doing is you're uh, you're bringing the head, the valves down. You're increasing your compression ratio. You'll gain a point of compression for every sixteenth of an inch. 
to an eighth. Oh. Well, to an eighth of an inch. It's it, dependent on the displacement of the motor and the yep. shape of the head. But you start gaining compression. You shave off sixty thousandths. You're going to gain at least half a point in compression. And this is so you take this off the top. You take it off the top. You're bringing it down. You're shortening the length of your cylinder is what you're doing. You're bringing it down. Or you take it off your head itself. Mill your head. Yeah. And uh, we're on the cylinder side of it. And you mill it so you bring the valves down. You make a smaller compression, uh, a, a, a smaller chamber on the top of it. So when it compresses, it has oh, a I see what smaller... You're yeah, like you're space. taking a slice out of the half dome. Right. So to speak, slicing the bottom of a half dome. Right. So you're, it's a you're making area a smaller now. area now. So you, when the piston comes up, it's taking that same volume of gas yep. and it's compressing it into a smaller area. So it's raising your compression ratio. So if you were 9 to 1, you might raise it up to 9.5 to 1 or, or 10 to 1 compression ratio. Now, does that get tricky then when you increase that ratio? you got to change to a. Uh like a higher strength piston or even like your um, connecting rod? Mainly what you gotta really watch for is your valve clearance. Okay. If you yeah, go too thing. much, your <laughs> valve can come down and hit the top of your piston. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. you gotta you got check your failure right there. Yeah. You don't want that good bounce back? Valves don't like to be hit at all. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Is that the same as like uh, or similar to when you were telling me about the flywheel? And you adjust the stroke. The stroke, yeah. The stroke is well. That's similar to that. Okay. The stroke is uh, you're going to when you increase the stroke, making a stroker, the distance that uh, say your piston. If you got a three inch stroke, when you stroke the motor and you go three and a half inch, well, that means that piston is traveling a half inch longer on yeah. the stroke every time. But that would increase the compression because it's getting closer to that valve, right? Yes, on some motors, okay. depending on the on the piston. And they call that an over-square motor, right? Once I've you never get really heard that over-square. Oh, your boy term. Rudy was talking about that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. He was talking about how the, <laughs> the bore in the stroke distances once the stroke gets longer now it's no longer one to one it's moving further in one direction than it is wide in the other and he called it an over square somebody could write in and tell me more uh, about that that's know. a term i haven't heard but when you consider that he's like an old flatheads a, a 900 sportster <laughs> yeah has a three inch bore yep and a three and 13 16 stroke so right, right off the back, it would be over square over from square. the factory. Yeah. So, but when a guy talks about a stroker, he's increasing the length of right, how the far it travels. Okay. Uh, a big bore is big bore cylinders. You right. know, you go from a three inch bore to say uh, a three and a quarter inch bore. Right. So it's a bigger bore. So you'd actually be getting closer to square in that situation over a stock motor by moving the cylinder out. Yeah, you you would, but I've never really thought of it on a square motor, you know? Yeah. You gain your horsepower by, uh, you know... Stroke, stroke in that motherfucker. Bob and Rudy wouldn't get along. No, two, two, uh, two different, uh, two totally different chopper guys. So he's been building for just as long as you, right? But he builds. He spends a lot, a lot of fucking money on building like flatheads and like shit like that, and he makes it the most uncomfortable ride because he rides it fifteen miles to a show. 
15 miles home. When we go to Myrtle Beach, he trails it to Myrtle Beach, parks 15 miles away. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He'll park the trailer at his hotel, ride to Myrtle Beach, ride back to the fucking... But the guy's fucking almost 70 years old. I'm sure he did his riding back in the day, but... But he also doesn't like guys like me because we used to take... Flathead fly, uh, flywheels. See your early strokers. They used to take uh, UL flywheels and put them in a seventy-four-inch motor, an FL motor, and that would be your early strokers. Oh, or okay. like yeah. I have this other motor that I have on the drawing board, the sixty-eight that I want to take to Bonneville. It's I have a set of what they call KHK flywheels off a K model uh, Sportster that had a a four and nine sixteenth stroke with a small bar, so I put that in <laughs> that four and nine sixteenths with some big bore cylinders that I have and stroker pistons. I have a Damn. nice little like seventy four cubic inch Sportster. It'd be a rocket. Oh yeah, it'll be a rocket. Seventy four Sportster isn't seventy four. Wasn't that the smaller of the shovel heads? Seventy yes. four. Well, the sm- of, of the shovel heads, yes. Damn, Not so you're pushing heads. it all the way out to the fucking yeah. Yeah. small shovel size. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Well, the the hot setup was the, the back in the day was to take, you know, your seventy four inch uh, pan and put UL flywheels in it and end up with uh, an eighty six cubic inch. Uh, I think it was eighty six. I think it was, if memory serves me well, an eighty six cubic inch pan head. Shit. They used to call that a locomotive motor. So that's that, then you're going the opposite direction. You're reducing the stroke, right? No, you're increasing your increase, the oh, stroke. Oh, had a bigger a stroke. UL okay. had a longer stroke, smaller bore, longer stroke. Huh. Same with the KHK. So all you're moving over is the, the flywheel. You're moving the length of the, the center hole of the fly, flywheels is where your sprocket shaft comes out. Yeah. Your outside hole is where the rod goes in. What you're doing is you're moving that hole farther out on the circle. I see. And okay. that would increase the stroke. Damn. And it all fits. The, the most amazing part is that it all fits. Or are you talking about complex but machines to make that fit? No. It, that's what was the amazing part is these guys way back in the... You know, in the four, late 40s and uh, the 50s, George Smith from S&S, yeah. that's what he was doing. Before he made his own flywheels, that's what he was taking out. And that knuckle, um, his race knuckle, tramp, that's what he did. Is he took UL flywheels and put them in his knucklehead and then reset it up and put dual carbs on it, had two amols on it, and that's what he was first drag racing. Shit. Oh, shit. I did not know that. Yeah. That is fucking cool. I'll tell you, you know, there's so much books and information. I've got old S&S catalogs that tell the story from way back when. Yeah. And it's like, I love history, and I love motorcycles. So anything motorcycle history, I'll read and I suck up that information. Sure. You know, just get it in and keep it in mind. And a lot of these guys, like at swap meets, one set of flywheels, KHK flywheels I bought, the guy did not know what he had. I picked him up. I'm like, these old sports of flywheels came with a, a basket case. Okay. I'll give you three dollars. Three dollars for it. I got my cart. I'm ready to roll this shit away. That's it. 
Uh, uh, I love it. You know, that's why, like, the when I gave you the book, the Loctite, and I gave you the book, What Fits What. That's like, such a fucking good book. It's such a great book. That really is. I brought that up on the podcast. He did, yeah. Yeah. Last week really or the book. week before. So I have he, that other book. I forget. I totally forgot to grab that. The but tools for... Uh, for working on Harleys. Yep. So I'm curious. I'm curious where the line is because I remember and this is going all the way back to the summer. I remember Maddie saying he was trying to convince you about doing that chop of the Sportster engine to put the uh, the rear section. So is there a line where like you just don't like to go beyond a certain I, point? What I want to do now is I want to find a set of uh, later Evo Sporty cases, yep. five-speed cases that are blown out in the front. Like, because like destroyed. Like, they're, they're like destroyed. Like, okay. the front half is destroyed. But the transmission compartment is good. Yeah. Because I've been looking. I've been studying. I want to put a five-speed in a 900 Sporty. Because you lose the gearing. You're running the four-speed. <clears throat> they're geared too low. The four-speed or the five-speed? The four-speed's geared too low. <clears throat> in other words, on the highway... Unless you're running a, a an old K model uh, rear sprocket, yeah, which was a forty nine two sprocket. When you run the fifty one, and one of the reasons, uh, Brandon, a couple of years ago, we were going down the hard times, and he was on the sixty two, and I just got tired of poking along. I get on the highway, and I used to have when I had that bike at one time. I had a K model rear brake drum on the back. Right. So I had a taller gear, and I didn't even think of it. I swung over and says, forget, you know, these guys we were riding with, and I cranked it right up to 75.8. Let's go. This uh, sounds like Loctite's ride to hard times. I run a 48 on mine. That's it. That's and great gear. I still feel like you above want- 75, like, once you get 75-ish, I'm like, I don't know if I should push this anymore. <laughs> that force me train is not. You want that overdrive. Right. <laughs> but I, what I like to do is take a, a blown set of cases and where everybody is, um, they're, you know, they're chopping off the tranny compartment. Well, how about chopping off that tranny compartment and welding it up to the back of a set of 900? You know what I mean? To put it in there. Remachine it so you can't tow it on the other side, and then take the transmission. What could I do and make another main shaft and sprocket shaft? Because those are the two shafts I would have to change. Yeah. You know, so I can still utilize uh, the clutch spacing coming out on the other side. So the, the motor sprocket and the clutch sprocket. <clears throat> As I opposed just, to if you went with the shovel, because then you've got a separate clutch. Well, Set up if now. you do, you know, put that five speed in and you chop it off. Everybody knows you got a five speed. But how cool would it be going down the highway <laughs> and somebody's busting your chops and you start doing a little drag racing and all of a sudden you got another gear. Right. You don't run out of gearing. Run right. that forty eight. You definitely do on the four speed for sure. You run out on the highway. You run out of gearing. It's not a fun bike to ride on the highway. No. Uh, uh, on the street, I used to, a guy with his Dana that I used to ride with in town, Jim, first, second, third gear, he could not, I would walk away from him on the sporty. After third gear, I, I couldn't touch him. I couldn't keep up with him. Right. 
I didn't. I ran out of Garen. So what could do? The other thing to do, and I want to work on one of my other projects, when I redo the 69 motor, I want to redo the kicker cover. I want to change. I want to go, Arlen S. made one years ago, kind of like uh, a Harley 45 clutch, how it pulls in, it has a lever on the side. Yeah. I want to make something that's no drag racer thing. I want to make one so that we can put, otherwise you can't put a 24 tooth countershaft sprocket on a 900 because of the clutch cable. So just to give that extra taller gear to be able to, you know, get on the highway. Right. Cruise. I want to figure out how the fuck to make my 87 a kicker so I can just do away with the fucking, all the bullshit. Yeah, buddy. That's the move right there. But nobody makes it. Nobody makes it, but it's it's getting the kicker kit that's made and then holding that next to what you have. Right. And saying, how do I take this? Fact, how can it be that fucking different? It's it's a five-speed versus a four-speed. Even my five-speed, my newer Evo, plus the 07 motor, the kicker that they make doesn't go to the 07. Well, you see, what we, we got to do is we got to take the two sides off. Take the sprockets off, and then compare the two. Look at them. Right. What's the difference? Is the spline different? What is different between the covers? And lay everything out side by side, and then get a, get hold of a kicker kit and say, "All right, this will bolt on here." What's what's lacking to put it on the other? Right. It might be a fairly simple thing that has just not been done. Right. Yeah, I reached out to those guys and they just were not having it. Well, no, because they they got burned. Who's that, Lancelot? Yeah. Yeah, well. It's like, no, we're not making, we're not designing any new product for the earlier or the later years. Did, were you. Because that kicker's only good for 99 to 04. <coughs> After you, that, it doesn't Did you it. talk to them directly? I mean, not 99, 90 to 04. Yeah, gotcha. I talked to them directly. Did you hear what happened on that? No. He didn't get the patent on it when I talked to him. Which is why, with my couple of my ideas, I say, I got to get that patent. Oh, damn. He didn't get a patent on it. He was in such a hurry. He was so excited in getting it done. I mean, you know, he did a lot of work to make that, right. to design it and trial and error. So when he got it done, he rushed to put it out. And he, it wasn't three months before. Uh, China pick it up? Uh, somebody had them made in China. Yeah, they do make them in China. They're like 400 bucks in China. Yeah, they're less money. Yeah, he's a thousand China, but you can buy the Chinese one for four hundred. I heard they break. That's what every review <laughs> says. Every review says Chinese parts are not good. We get them all the time. Yeah, <laughs> we see them there. But he he's the one that warned me. Um, was uh, very strong on no matter what your idea is, get the patent first, right? Because they'll steal it. Right away, he couldn't believe on how fast that they stole it. And then Dennis Goodson, with his air cleaner, you know, like the one I got on the gunmetal bike. Yep. Um, they stole his. They stole that air cleaner. He had a patent on it. You know, they got to pay you like I think it's uh, three times the amount if you're selling it for a hundred bucks. Yep. And you catch somebody doing it, they look on how many were imported, and they got to pay you three times your price is the fine back Damn. for stealing your patent. Wow. And then Paco went and uh, they bought his patent. They bought use of his patent. 
No That's shit. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Just a behind the scenes right now. Yeah. He's he's like <laughs> retired and living <laughs> living good life, living, I imagine. Oh, I can know? imagine, yeah, definitely. I imagine I, I hope he's doing a lot of riding and just building <laughs> his own shit, just happier to pig and shit, you know. Oh, absolutely. So tell us about the pan. What's the, the plans for the, the pan? The pan uh the plans for it. I went through before the build, you know, was going to enter the build, and I, I laid out all the parts I have in the motor. And I really have every single part other than the two oil feed lines uh, for the intake valves. Which okay. are, I can order them anytime, put them on uh, right. 10 Celsius. You know, I can get aftermarket on those. Sure. Um, and I wasn't sure what transmission I'm going to run, whether I'm going to rebuild and run that Little John's 5-speed, yep. or I'm going to run a straight-up 4-speed. Now, I still have to build a 4-speed. I have a tranny case, and I still have to build that. Uh, if I run just a 4-speed, sure. I like to run that Little John's 5-speed. I see, I've talked to enough guys, a couple guys I know, love them, had great luck with them. I talked to three people that uh, one guy said, uh, when I looked at it, I, I saw the third gear, uh, counter shaft uh, gear, the bushing was wobbly, it's weak, and I had three different people tell me to look for your third gear, that's your big problem. Hmm. So huh. um, In the Little Johns? In the Little Johns. And... Uh, I did buy the differences is when I build the motor. If I run the four speed, I got to run a shorter sprocket shaft. If I run that five speed, because it's a later type, like an electric start five speed, um, I have to run a longer sprocket shaft. But I want to run the tin primary. Yep. I want to run a foot shift with a mousetrap. I love the look of a mousetrap. Yeah. That's just me. I've always liked that. Yep. Mechanism. I used to ride with a guy uh, down in Connecticut. CT? Uh, yep, down in Pawkatuck. He used to ride with the Warlocks up in Pittsfield. He's originally from Pittsfield. And he could adjust the mousetrap where you could pull it in with two fingers. He ran pans for years. He knew how to do it. And uh, another friend of mine, Rick St. Peter, same thing. He knows how to adjust them right. When they're adjusted right, there ain't nothing better than a mousetrap. <coughs> So I'm thinking on that. I got the 1953 wishbone frame. Nice. I got to redo the neck. It came from an accident. I have another cast and have another neck to do uh, to put on there. I'm probably going to run, um, I can't remember the name of the company. Uh, it's a round custom fender. Brandon turned me on to the company, showed me their website, fell in love with one of their fenders. Nice. I already got the tail light. I have two wraparound oil tanks. I'll run the wraparound original pan oil tank. Um, that's what I'm thinking of right now. I like those wrap. That's a horseshoe tank, right? Yeah. When you say wraparound? Yeah. That's wraparound. Yeah. Everybody gets that screwed up. A wraparound oil tank wraps around the battery. Right. Okay. A horseshoe oil tank is on a Sportster. That oil tank that I have on Tequila Blue, mm -hmm. that's a horseshoe oil tank. It's got a horseshoe shape. So one, the original terminology from what I was told when I was a, a kid was on the pan, yep. that's a wraparound because it wraps around the battery. I always heard the uh, the, the half circle wrap around the battery was the horseshoe <coughs> shape. Don't you have a lunchbox tank on that? 
No, I have the horseshoe <coughs> thing. No, no, not that one. The uh, Sportster. And on the, 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 on the square the, one? On Tequila Blue. Yeah. Tequila Blue is a horseshoe oil tank. That's original, early Sportster horseshoe oil tank, a CH oil tank. I do like that one. That's I love those tanks. They were so cheap. I got a couple stashed. I gave a couple away. Friends. <laughs> You're like, God damn it. <laughs> Friends. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, you help out friends in their builds. Sure. The motor need any work on the pan? It's not built. It's completely disassembled. Oh, you got I, it all torn I, down. Why did it not torn down? <laughs> I bought a guy I worked with at Craft that wanted to build a pan head. And he bid on eBay on two sets of cases. Yeah. And he won both. <laughs> so nice. we're talking. I'm like, I want to replace my 65 pan. Yeah. And um, that I was building years ago. And um, him and I got talking, and he sold me the the 57 cases. That's awesome. With cylinders, with the cam cover, for exactly what he paid for it. He did good really man. good. So I bought them, and then I bought a set of heads, and then I bought cam, and then I bought gears, and I've literally been buying one part between swap meets and such, and finding and buying this thing one part. I found at a time. bunch of that last Keen one we went to. I bought got a, bunch a bunch of stuff, of stuff there. there. It's just like that fucking Johnny Cash song. You sneak it out one it. piece at a time. <laughs> <laughs> That's that the was, way I do things, you wasn't know. Wasn't that like the first episode? What we I played think we did. Yeah, we did play it that. It was that Johnny Cash 57, yeah. 58, 59. Yeah, exactly. I love that song. We got to play that again. Dude, that should be the outro on this one after yeah. hearing that. But that's, well, but that's what it was That's the name. Guys one piece at a time. For years. <laughs> you I, know? Uh, I found a storage unit out in uh, Hillsborough. They were like, oh, 20 bucks per month. And I was like, all right, I'm going to come check it out. So this week I went and checked it out. Fucking. Perfect. It's in a barn on the second floor. It's a ten by six, and I'm like, "How are you going to get the bike up?" Well, the bike's not going in there. It's just my parts oh, are going okay. in there. I have a garage right behind us. You didn't know? Yeah, <laughs> no. says I have a garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, brother. As <laughs> Reese just rolled his eyes. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I just reorganized that garage. He's though. like, "Did you see the uh, Savage up behind the log pile?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a brand new home. You love it. I got a nice five by I seven. I like that over it. rusty patina that's getting on. Well, there. you know, the other part of that is when the bike is done, where are you going to park it? I agree. Born free. Garage. Yeah, but you're going to want a garage. Yeah, you're going to want to have that at home. So yeah, right? unless your wife is as tolerant as. Oh, maybe they weren't that tall. Well, well, <laughs> but I did park it in the living rooms. <laughs> yeah, I'm not riding my bike up three flights of stairs. I, they couldn't even get my couch in. My so. bike sits in my driveway all riding season. And then Wait, as soon you, as it snows, it goes away. In the summertime, I, I never park my bike. Yeah, I can. My bike doesn't get lot. parked outside. I don't have a garage. So I don't have a choice. Dude, I, I had a living room. I had a board. I used to wait till everybody went to sleep and roll it down in Virginia. Well, I don't think apartment. you know my deter- I will come over here and build a lean-to in his woods. As long as the bike is wrapped in a tarp and not exposed, it should be fine. I've seen it happen. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think I, I get a little more paranoid because back in the 70s when I first got into it, there was like a it's wicked... 2019. I know, but okay. there was a wicked rack <laughs> of uh, bike thefts. 
in the Richmond area. Five this year in Derry alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it seems to go in cycles. And I know at one time, the number one bike being stolen back in the 70s was a Sportster. That's because the Sportster's cause... the motherfucking shit. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> <laughs> because there's bad the karma on bike thieves, so they all stole Sportsters and they don't run. But up here, <laughs> the areas of the country that are bad, yeah. and um, New Hampshire is bad in that aspect because they just take the bikes and go right up from Canada and out, and just like down in Arizona and New Mexico, yep. they go right down to Mexico. Yep. We've got to build a wall on the north side. We need a wall. We need yeah, a wall, and the Canadians are going to pay for it. We don't need a wall. <laughs> the Canadians are going to pay for it. We just need to let people know <laughs> if they're coming across the border illegally, you can shoot them. <laughs> is this the time where I can say that saying? Or no? Yeah, Am I still not allowed to? Right. Don't yeah. say any sayings. Anyway, no more political. The no more real political Canada views. will pay for it, not Southern Canada. It's <laughs> true. CP's property taxes are going up by the minute. <laughs> I read. Oh, you got to keep them down. You got to keep them down. So let's move so. on from this wall. On the pan, so that project kind of got pushed off a little bit. Not forgotten, but it's it's just pushed back a little bit till I get a couple other things done. Yeah. Sure. You know, and I've been that's why the past uh, couple weeks and thank God for this vacation that they gave us. Hell's Hell yeah. yeah. We paid. Not going against our vacation time. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. It was great a great company. Week. Because we got so much done, they gave us an extra week off the rest, and I utilized the time in rearranging my shop. I slammed in a lot of extra tools. I did do some added sleeping in. Kind of got rid of one job. I'm now only working two jobs, so I can work more time in my shop. There you go. And uh, so I can get some of the projects done, and I made a list. I hope you guys have made your list of what your projects are for the next year or the spring. You know, Checking it twice. To stay focused. For sure. I had the same goddamn list for a year and a half. Well, working through it. I don't like to keep them that long. <laughs> Although, the minute I put it up, I know two guys are really happy. Alan's happy. I'm going to finish his bike. But hopefully, his hip, he had a hip operated on. So I don't know how he's going to start the 65 Sporty. Is your brother? No, it's a friend of mine who lives down in Pennsylvania. I Tell him I'll give him a nice electric start sportster for that 65. I, <laughs> offered, him, I offered him to trade the 71 electric start, the XLH, for his 65 XLH. This is a swap. I said, you got to give me a little more because this was a brand new motor. Right. Completely rebuilt. And he loves his 65. I don't blame them. I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool looking motor. They got that. It's you can tell it's from the sixties. Yeah, it's a sixties motor. I love the covers. He loves that turtle tank. I hate them. What I is hate, turtle tank? I do not like turtle, turtle tank. That's LH. It's a long, big. They look tank. way too fucking big. They're too big. That's like ugly. too much of the motor. They're the ugly. fat bob tank. No, it's it's worse, no, it's worse than a fat It's block. a turtle tank. That's all. <laughs> it's re- it's legit like a turtle shell. It's super flat on the bottom, then it rounds completely up. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. It looks like a turtle shell for real. <clears throat> yeah, it's they're not. But guys that love them really do. I just seen a guy them. trying to get three hundred bucks for one, and everybody was like, yeah. "No one's buying that for three hundred bucks." But the guy who's restoring an XLH will pay for that all day long. Right. 
you know. So that's more of like a restore than a. Well, they only used them for a few years. Mm. The turtle tank after '71, I don't think you could get a turtle tank. I think turtle tank with the last year that you could get one on on a sporty and XLH was '71. Yeah, that it's just. It might have looked better on something else, but on the sports show, it just... I don't think it ever looked better. It just, it's just <laughs> way too big. It just looked like somebody was trying to take a real cool Sportster and make it like a cheap FLH, you know? Uh, you know? It's weird. And fatter. It almost reminds me of like the on. old Triumph tank. Like a the, Triumph uh, like, tank Like the Touring Triumph, uh, touring Triumph, though. Yeah, but they even look better. Barely. They at least had the, the pads on the side <laughs> right. for the knees, you know? Yeah, they're ugly. But, but anyway, she's happy I'll get that done. And I put on the list of uh, Dan Decato's uh, 1960 XLR motor. So I'll build that. So I want to get all this stuff done. And I've seen the 69 motor on that list. Yeah, that's on the list. I'm so I have a list of everything. I was on Brandon about that the other day when I was talking to him. Yeah, I'm like, you know you need to finish one of these choppers. Because even though you have the cop bike and you have the fucking cafe racer, once you start fucking cruising around everybody on the choppers, you're going to be bullshit that you don't have your chopper. <laughs> For people that don't remember, this is um, this is Brandon Badfish Customs' purple chop, right? Mm-hmm. The one he blew, yeah. he blew the motor out at Deadbeat this year. Well, he blew the tranny. Tranny. The yeah. tranny bear. Get it right. God, God how really? could I? The motor, motor was good, but I... I'll rebuild all that, pull the whole motor apart, and fix all that. He fucked the motor up at hard times, right? Two weeks prior to uh, he, that experiment on the oil pump. Yeah. Sometimes you do an experiment, works yep. great. Um, that with the oil pump did not work well, which is what caused the problem in the tranny. Yeah. When you flood the motor with oil, it will burn out your bearings. And because we didn't have enough time to go through the bottom end bearings, the weakest bearing went. Right. Which Why does it blow out the bearing? Why does too much oil blow out the bearings? Is it oil pressure? Do you don't remember this talk? No. Uh, oil, Maybe this was just me and Bob that had this talk before. It was. If you look at a <laughs> hub on a truck, mm-hmm. the front hub, and you see that cap and you can see the oil level, and the oil level is only like a third of the bearing, because as the bearing rolls through the oil, right, it comes up and lets it cool off. That's all it's doing. If you totally submerge the oil, the bearing in the oil, it'll hold all the heat in. Think of like a fryer. Think of like when you're frying this is, chicken. This is a and you're frying chicken man. in a frying pan. Yep. You turn it over because you want it to get the heat. But when you go to a deep fryer, you just drop the chicken in. It just cooks the whole damn chicken. True. That's what you're doing when you totally submerge a bearing in oil. It will burn out the bearing fastest. It heats it up. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought because usually, like, they use the oil to keep a motor from overheating. But I guess when it's all it, the way over, if it, it over it holds the heat in. I see, like a deep fryer. Gotcha. Can we don't go back deep to fry your bearings. About fried chicken because I got fucking hungry. <laughs> <laughs> chicken Rick is listening. In. Like, yeah, yeah he's, probably, he's probably eating a bucket of chicken. He's, got, while he's on his he's way like, here with a bucket. <laughs> if that's true. I'm happy. If not, fuck you, chicken. There's record. probably still fucking fried chicken upstairs from the chop block. So what are you running for wheels on that pan once you get it done? I'm going to run on that one. I think I'm going to run wire wheels, 16 on the rear, drum brake, mechanical. Yep. On the front, it'll be a 21, drum brake, mechanical, Y-glide front end with the small half drum that comes off on there. Yep. I already got the brake drum. I already got the Y-glide front end to build. I got the parts to build one. 
trees and everything. I haven't figured out quite the handlebars. I have picked up three different gas tanks, and I got to buy one because of what I really want to do. I have was given to me. It's an old chopper, ugly ass paint job on it. But Brandon wants me to hang it on the wall, and he offered <laughs> to buy me a brand new tank, just, just like to this save one. the other one. Just yeah. to save the other. That one reminds me. If anybody's looking for a wide glide, I got one. I'll hook you up super fucking cheap because I will never use the goddamn thing. You still have that? Yeah. Hang on. I'm not. I'm not about the wide glide front end. Well, I don't up. like them. I don't know. I took them out. I took it off my '87. Just hang on to it. Save it for me because when I eventually build a Harley, I'm gonna run that fucking skinny tire with the wide glide. Don't. I love that shit. That's why I took it off. I was like, this looks terrible. No, I like it. That with the fucking three foot long spacers on each side, in between like that tiny. No, narrow they're not fucking that big. Wheel. They're like fucking two inches. Uh, that saying. still sounds horrid. No, it looks yeah. good. Oh, it looks it looks radical. It's old chopper. It doesn't look good on a sportster. No, a wide glide. I don't. Not like when you're narrowing. Yeah. I don't like wide glides on a sports. Yeah. You can put a, 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 a forty-five Springer on, and I like that. But I don't like a wide glide on a sports. No, I I'm with you. Yeah. I hated it. It's just such a yeah. fucking narrow bike. It does not make it sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I, I just saw. What. I remember seeing a picture that I, I, th- I think it was a Terry the Tramp picture, where he's got that wide glide front, the big like it's it's probably yeah like two or three inch spacers on each side, narrow tire, twenty one inch the big tire. A, oh god, it looks that's so same, fucking cool. That's the exact so setup mean. I took off. The red. Bar, I mean, it didn't look yeah, terrible. It's coming down, yes, dude. High eight hanger bars. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, I, I just loved got it. just got my uh, book from Outlaw Archives. Yep. From uh, the Coffin Cheaters. What an awesome book. That book's been a long time coming. I've been following that on. I've been waiting. I got into it in the beginning. I didn't get the T-shirt though, because you could buy it with the T-shirt, or I got the Grubby Glenn book to go with it. Yeah, and I love them old pictures. And Brandon's absolutely right. You know, he always says we're not doing anything new. Right. It's been done before. Right. I knew that a long time ago, but I love looking at these pictures, and it inspires me with more ideas. And yeah. it gives me an idea. If I have an idea in my head, and I want to know, well, let's see, what's it really going to look like? And then I look in the book, in one of these books, or old pictures, and I go, yeah, okay, that's going to flow nice. Right. You know, especially, you know, things like, and I've seen guys do it. They'll put a coffin tank, and then they'll put a radius rear fender on the back. We have oh. a tank that's square, yeah. oh, so and true. it doesn't flow. Mm-hmm. So a flat fender, you know, the, yep. the go on there, uh, looks good. Putting a bobtail fender, you know, original bobtail, yep. with a coffin tank doesn't look good. doesn't flow. I'm not a fan Agreed. of coffin tanks you could just You could just never put a coffin tank on it. It'll always look good. Well, a, a coffin tank... On one bike, uh, if you look back in my pictures, a friend of mine, Melvin, down in Virginia, went on a bike run. And uh, Departure Bike Works actually built that bike. Yeah. And he has a coffin tank on there, flat fender, short sissy bar, smiling like can be on this one picture. I love that bike. It was the first pan I ever worked on, yep. helping him out, adjusting nice. the lifters and stuff. Yep. Learned a lot with him. Paco actually built one. I believe it's a sports there, too. They have one with the uh, coffin tank, and that's the only one I've ever seen that looks good. I don't know what the fuck else they did to make that look good. It's it's it on the rear fender. If your rear fender is not right, it won't flow, and it has to 
the bike has to flow. You look at bikes, and I've seen guys, they put a ton of great parts on, but they're mismatched parts. Right. They don't go together. You know, the old thing where, uh, you know, like my ex-wife used to say, Brandon's Buns used to say, you don't wear a plaid skirt with a striped shirt. Right. You know, there's things that you don't put together. Yep. You know, you got to style. <coughs> For sure. Yeah, and obviously everybody's got their their own style, but there's, yeah, certain things it's like, no matter how tasteful it's Like a 250 tire on a sportster? <laughs> should never fucking happen. <laughs> No, hey, you know, <laughs> that should never happen. You know, the hood <laughs> doesn't make your ass look. <laughs> I just saw the hood rat's got such a fat ass. We love it. <laughs> I just saw a picture. Somebody had this chick on the back with a very wide, glide ass <laughs> that was wider than the 250 tire That's hanging off good. on this bike. <laughs> I think it was a rice burner. You should, you should have uh, Brandon do some pinstriping of an ass, ass around on the fender. Because she's got a fat ass. And then hood rat, that'd be sick. That's why uh, I'm not going to get into why it's called the hood rat on. on you, need, this. you need the butt stuff sticker from West. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with the 250 rear tire just because the front end is that CBR front end. So, so that's why I think you should paint the bike and do black and uh, yellow, black and white checkered, like a taxi cab. There you go. Or put the wide glide front end on the front <laughs> so it matches the back. Yeah. yeah. It's That'll fuck- balance it out. It's got the fucking CBR front end. That's wide. <laughs> and it's got the big tire on the front. Cat's it's balanced quicker. out. Cat's Put a wide glide front end on there with a 16 inch on the front. Mm-hmm. And it'll make that rear tire look a lot skinnier. Very true. Proportion. Just hang out with a fat girl for a while and watch how she dresses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, you got to think about it on your bike, you know. I, like, I don't know. I'm alright with how that bike's set up. There's a nice bike. It is a nice I like, looking bike. I, like the front I do end. like it. We might pick on you. Oh, everybody I do does. Like it. I, I pick on it myself. I fucking. The 250 rear tires should just. If you have a sports there and you're even like thinking maybe I should do a 250 rear tire, just do yourself a favor and fucking kill yourself. Well, I'll tell you. you, will, if, you <laughs> if you put a narrow tire on there for one day on the back. You're going to notice that thing being more of a rocket than what it is. Oh, for sure. Because you lose a lot of power with that 250. There's a lot more tire drive. Well, I don't even know if I can do a small tire. Those baggers before with a 250 fucking tire. Oh, yeah. The 250 rear tire, I fucking, if I pin that thing, it just fucking breaks loose. I can only imagine with a skinnier tire. You're top end. If you look at the guy with the bikes at Bonneville, they're all skinny tires. Yeah. You know? Then you could do that shit I was talking about with the wide glide front end. Fuck with the three foot glide. long spacers, but you do it on the back. I will never do a wide glide front end. Big ass, ass fucking spacing, yeah. negative space fucking rear tire. And I'm not ever oh, doing a wide glide. Negative space on both ends. It's not just like happen. way in the fucking middle of the fucking frame of the back. It's like a whole Game two on. tires wide. Nothing is happening to that bike. The only thing that's ever happened thing is getting pinstriped and I'm cleaning up the bars. Everything else can go fucking do that. And solid lifters. I don't even know if I'm going to do the solid lifters. I do solid. Be <laughs> done with it. Best move I ever don't made. Don't be a pussy. evil is I put them solid It's more work, in. though. No, well, it's not more work. Then you got to be adjusting valves all the time. No, you don't. Fucking... But on mine, 
and the gunmetal bike, I adjusted them. I checked them. Let's once talk a year. about the gunmetal bike because I didn't see that motherfucker all year. No, because the battery and I procrastinate. I got so loving the te- tequila blue. I took is, I was going to change the oil. I understand why. Down, and yep. I just got, and I, I look at it and go, oh, I got too much to do. And I put it aside. I put it aside. That's such a nice bike, too. It is. I'm going to change the oil tank on that. Jeff Cochran makes a nice oil tank made for the anti-gravity battery. Tell these guys to set up on the gunmetal bike. That thing is fucking sweet. Well, it's, it's a one-up frame. Bridget frame. What? Yep. No, I was just telling him to be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Nicely. It's when I originally built that, I had traded uh, a four-speed transmission for a 1994 Evo motor. Nice. So of course I had a motor. I had to build a bike. Right. So I found the frame on eBay. The guys built 20 frames and then argued and went out of business. A rigid frame, uh, stock rake. Yep. Uh, two and a half inch of stretch. On okay. It. Going up, uh, three-inch narrowed front end, forty-one millimeter tubes, dual disc brake, Invader wheels front and rear. Ooh, Invaders, huh? Yeah, Invaders on that one. Uh, originally, it was a four-speed. Yeah. With a belt drive. Then I took the belt drive off, put a chain drive on it, ran a four-speed, kickstart only, uh, magneto ignition, Morris magneto from a shovel head. I had to remachine. Um, the cam cover, relocate the bushing in there to extend it out for the longer pinion shaft. Right. After a couple things and just metal fatigue, the cases cracked. Harley would not sell me a set of cases because I didn't have the whole bike. Really? Yeah. So I, I went and bought a set of S&S cases and I built my own motor. Ended up putting an S&S top end on. Um, Harley flywheels, 80 cubic inch. Um, but running the S and S uh, uh, super stock heads, nice. distance thing goes like a rape tape. Um, Andrew's cam right now it's an EV three, but I had an EV thirty eight in it. I'm going to go back to it. I took out the four. Uh, hold on, can we pause on that one? Because I don't know. I don't know what that is. EV three, EV thirty eight. An EV three is kind of like uh, an EV. Uh, it's an earlier version of the EV twenty seven. Are we, are we talking about cams here? Cams. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Andrew's cam. Oh, okay. And, and I went uh, one time was running the EV38, which is a bigger cam. Yeah. Longer duration, higher lift. Runs great. Real power cam. Uh, I did have a problem once when I was running the Screaming Eagle heads. Uh, hydraulic, uh, uh, hydro solids, siftings, uh, pumped up. They're getting so fit now. It's like you got you got solids, you got hydraulics, and then you got hydro I, solids. I what the originally hell is that? went regular hydraulics. Yeah. Then I went hydro solids. The one of them pumped up in my valves with that EV thirty eight. It's very critical on um, if they pump up, they yep. well hit each other, and it hit and nicked the valve. Do they and ever not pump up? They're not supposed to. Because I'm not familiar, and I ask they're, only because I'm not familiar with what this not. is. They're not. They're supposed to be self-adjusting. Okay. We're talking about hydraulics? I went, yeah. Hydrosolids. Hydrosolids. Yeah, it's, it's a, even more nuanced It's only now. supposed to pump up so far, but apparently, and then reading uh, some things that Sifton had some problems. They went and started getting stuff from China, and the quality went down. Gotcha. So uh, I ended up going to uh, Solid Lifters. Love them. 
You no adjust issues. them. No issues. That's um, what we like. That is that. That's when you hear the. You will hear a little bit. They're a little bit noisier, like an Ironhead Sporty. Yeah, they're noisy. Like so, I had a '73 CH. That I solid. That sounds right. That's where you're just you're trying to make sure you can spin it in your hand, but can't really. With the hydraulics, you get so far adjusting lifters. Gotcha to an extent. But the problem is, is like when you do what I do and you over rev it, fucking see you later, bye. Yeah, it self destructs instead of self adjusts. Yeah. It's like, see you later, bitch. Yeah. Fucking here now you got the solids noise. <laughs> yeah, now we're going back to solids, buddy. Yeah. So it's it's. I find better. I've never worn off valves from running solids. You know, I just haven't had that happen. Um, it sounds like that. Yeah, the, the further you get from solids, you're kind of just introducing new problems instead. They of, made it. Yeah, they they made it quieter and. I mean, if you get really expensive, and now it starts going in, how much money are you actually going to spend on your motor when you're building it? Right. You know, valve touch lifters, I know guys that ran them and love them. Love them. Never had a problem. What's a valve touch lifter run it's, you? It's the same idea. It's a hydraulic lifter. No, what does it run you? I have no idea now, nowadays. More expensive than a, than a hydraulic lifter. Uh, more expensive than a regular hydraulic. As you go in, you get a Jim's lifter. Jim's is more than sifted. You know what I mean? Sure. More than Ultima, you know? And the quality is there. Um, I p- eventually pulled the four-speed out yep. and put a five-speed in with a kicker. So I can still kickstart this. Very nice. Nobody else can, only me and Brandon. Everybody else gets on that kicker pedal and can't move it. Because it's now running 11.7 to 1 compression ratio. Um, I put What do you got for pistons in something running 11.7? S and S? S and S. And then the connected arms are Um, stock? They're rebuilt stock. What does that mean? It means I rebuilt them. I put a new crank pin and rollers. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. They're rebuilt. Um... I put an Ultima belt drive on there. Yep. And that was one of the... They did have a problem with the starter drive between the Ultima and the BDL. There is a fix for it. Um, Every now and then it would jam up. This is final drive or this is... For your starter drive. Oh, starter drive. Okay. And um, it jammed up and it drained my um, anti-gravity battery. Shit. Before I could disconnect it. It, It... and it, I can't charge it. i got to send it back to get a charge. And that's when I, I pulled the oil tank, and I was going to put another battery in, and then it just sat. I was having too much fun with Tequila Blue that I just... When you have more than one bike... It's tough. That's why I didn't do know? a goddamn thing on the XS all summer. I was riding the other one. Exactly. Like, yeah, you know, that happens. That happens. Fuck, uh, I got one that runs. <laughs> but right. I, I, I looked at... Uh, uh, I was on Jeff Cochran's uh, site... And he, I was going to make a whole new oil tank. I changed my mind. I want to make an oil tank to fit in there the way I want it to fit. Sure. And uh, he's making exactly what I was thinking. And I'm like, uh, the amount of time and what time I have um, on projects, I'm just going to save the money and buy an oil tank from him. Sure. And it's made to fit the anti-gravity battery, which, by the way, is a fantastic battery that spins that motor over without compression releases like there's no tomorrow and it's a small battery but it's like 480 co-cranking amps 
Damn. It's Vincent. That's it. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about with the uh, Roadstar, the mm-hmm. battery is so big. Let's switch into a fucking yeah. uh, anti-gravity <laughs> battery yep. because it would only take up half of the the space that was there. Right. And I could stuff all the electronics right next to right it. Right next to it. The only thing, um, upon doing some more reading and listening to, I heard one of the podcasts and somebody had said something about the two different uh, charging systems and the regulator. And I never, I got a, I can't remember, the, a spike charging system in my motor. You know, yeah. the alternator and the regulator. But at the time when I bought it, I didn't expect that it was able to charge uh, a lithium battery. And apparently that there are two regulators, one for a lithium battery or a regular battery, and one really just for a regular battery. And supposedly, I haven't done enough homework on it, but sure. from what I've read and what I heard on uh, one of the other podcasts, um, from I think it was CycleSource, and they were interviewing one of the guys and was saying that uh, Psychoelectric yeah, makes yeah. a regulator for that, and that supposedly prevents it from some of the lithium batteries have caught on fire. Yep, because of overcharging, because it's on, and even when you read the paperwork, it says if you are charging it, you don't want a regulator that cuts out at fourteen volts. On the lithium, you want to cut not lower. Gotcha, because hmm. it's going to take too much charge. And they well, make the one that, that's going on the side. It's like a finned, circular, black cover that's going on to the side of the uh, the generator, right? On the Sportster? On the Sportster, on the left-hand yeah, side. Yeah, that, yeah. It's a really cool spot it's a cool for spot. that to mount. It, right. it cleans it up so much. Right. But my, my Evo is, uh, the gunmetal bike, is uh, that's an alternator motor. Not a generator bottom line. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The panel view generator. <laughs> there you and go. And I already have the generator for that. That's awesome. Let's talk about the XS. XS. Fuck, I want to say fuck the Roadstar. See, I want to say all Roadstar. I will set that thing on fire. I just, like, I've been building, it's kind of, and I'm sure, Bob, you can relate to this, like, I've just been building and working on that XS for so many years that, like, I'm just kind of like my brain has moved on to a different build and wanting to, to work on something else for a change. Well, now and then you have to step away and and give it a break, do something else, and then at one point you're going to come back and you're going to look at it like I'm looking at the at the gunmetal bike and I was sitting there and the thing is as you know it's been sitting there with the old oil tank halfway out right. the rear pipe off this other all battery season. That, all season <laughs> I'm going but I kept looking at it and looking at it and I was enjoying the hell out of Tequila Blue I was on it today by the way I saw that video we did see your New Year's yeah. ride oh yeah I had to go for a ride beautiful day it was beautiful like yeah. you called out Loctite on that you're like don't you have a running bike I I'll tell you you should have joined me I tried to get Brandon to go but you know yeah even Brandon was like no I'm not about that business no he's like really focused on this build he is. so Good but man. now I look at the uh, gunmetal bike and you know I was I, I was checking out uh, Jeff Cochran uh, Speed King yep his website and I was just looking at his bike just getting other ideas mainly for the pan actually to see on what did he build 
how did this vendor look. go with this tank and right. how it looked. And uh, I was looking at his part. Of course, I always click on the parts they're selling. And I looked, and I saw that oil tank, and I went, hmm, I like that. That's kind of what I was thinking. And I'm like, hmm. How many hours it takes him to build it? How many hours is it going to take me to build it? Right. How much time? Hold it. I can order that, spend some money, work on something else, and then put it in. Right. Well, my point to this whole thing is, he did what you did. He took the season on the road star. Now it's time <laughs> to get, get back to well, the I, I, I want to... Because I can tell you, I'm going to be bullshit if I get the stepchild done and I'm not riding next to the fucking... The uh, what the fuck is the name of that? Side check. Side check. Yeah, it's been so long. We were talking on, on this coming summer. We were talking about you know doing the party. I still think we should do the Laconia thing. I think we I should agree. go up there this spring. We should reserve for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Go over to the Pine Hollow, and just a bunch of us all get our sights. I talked to a couple buddies of mine. Yep. And I told them what I'm going to do. The hard thing is getting these fucks that are listening to do anything in advance. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. We're going to be there. Right. We'll go there. I'll put in for the time because I don't think I'm going to be able, if I'm going to try and buy a piece of property in a barn, you know, or set up another place, um, I don't think I can do Sturgis. So if I can't do Sturgis, and we got vacation time, right, CP? Yeah, I'm, I'm accruing it. He's accruing it. I'm accruing it. And... Uh, I'm thinking, take it, take yeah. it, uh, four days and go no. up there and, and, you know, go up on a Thursday, set up our campsite, do some rides. And actually, all the years I've been up here, I'm, I'm, I'm a local, you know what I mean? We, I go up there and do Saturdays. Right. But I've not done any of the other added rides that these tours do. It's our own area. We should know this area like the palm of our hand. Right. That's why I don't need a week to fucking do it. Like I can. But it's bike looking at the bike year. shows. I want to go to the show. Well, I want to bring months. a bike in to. Uh, yeah, the, to show at the Brothers Cycle Boat. Stores. Brandon and I did that a couple years. And one year, we were had been riding around all day. We had gotten a campsite over at, at Pine Hollow, and we come riding in the back, the pack uh, park behind uh, the Broken Spoke. And the guy, this old guy at the gate, looks at us riding up, and he goes, oh, two choppers. He opens up the gate. I'm on the gunmetal bike. Brandon's on the 62, and he flags us in, and we parked inside the bar with the bike show. That's so awesome. You know? I'm all about that. Oh, it was great. And then I saw uh, Brandon's mother's ex-boyfriend. Everybody comes up, oh, you got your bike? Where are the bikes? I'm like, right there. Well, no, where? Well, and he asked Brandon, Brandon says, no, they're right here. And he's like, how the hell did you guys park inside the bar? Because <laughs> we're fucking awesome. Because <laughs> we're awesome. That's right. Fuck <laughs> out of here. Don't ask me but stupid we questions. Had, we, we just, uh, him and I had a had a great time. <clears throat> yeah. You know, seeing the stuff and actually enjoying it. And The ironic part is, is uh, the one year... He had to work the next day on Saturday, and he left him where he was working at. He goes back, and of course, he's got his gear tied on. I stayed up there to see other friends, rode out halfway with him. We grabbed breakfast, and he goes to work. And it was funny, you know, here he is in Nashua, and he 
rides in and they're like, oh, you went to Laconia? Like he was gone for three weeks. They were like amazed that he rode <laughs> down. You know? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's you know? funny. But it was a fun, that would be a fun time, you know? I agree. And if we get a bunch of us and we're all on the same campground, you know, just if there's somebody, one person with a, a chase vehicle that we can throw in a bunch of coolers. Chris has got a truck put now. In, put in a bunch of beers. You know, everybody kick in and some food and shit, so we can actually cook. Crease will be riding a fucking uh, side chick. There's no truck. No, see, if you go shopping yeah, camping, you get that'll happen. Shitty burgers, Hawaiian, King's Hawaiian, King's Hawaiian great bus. bread, shitty burgers, <laughs> and Bud Light. That's all you need. No, no, no. We don't no stinking Bud Light. The one thing that we do need to figure out is because we're doing that low life chopper camp out. Yeah. So we need to figure out that. And after talking to Wes Why last can't week, that be Laconia. I don't think nah. Laconia is going to be a good spot for it. Because I think it's going to bring in more people than we think it's going to bring in. What, Laconia? No. Oh. The camp out. Pay attention. Have you ever been to that campground? That thing goes way the hell back. But I, I just think that getting people in there, like having enough room if for everybody. We're so close. We could, everybody go up. Right? Yep. Set up something. We can take a ride up there this spring, the minute that they open for spring. Go well, up that's there. That's only fucking say, 40 minutes from my house. <laughs> exactly. Well, I like the idea the of the fucking podcast being the ones to take back Laconia and doing the fucking oh, camp I out agree. there. I think a lot of people get into it because there's a lot more to do. Right. And then at night we hang out together and we could park the bikes at night and walk across the street at the end of the night and get drunker than a skunk and broken spoke. Right. You know, if we wanted to. That takes care of the bathroom issues we were having before. Yeah. How the fuck are we, how are we going to feed all these people? Bam. You're right there fucking. We're, there's so many vendors there. There's so many places to eat, too. Yeah. But that think about it. That and problem. that amount of everybody there on choppers. Right. Like it used to be. You look at the old pictures. You got to go they, on the main street with all the choppers. But imagine we do that. <laughs> we ride down. We're going to go get breakfast down at, uh, you know, down in Parkers Bay. People wouldn't even know what the fuck to think. They would not have it. They'd be like, what? Oh, there'd be people standing fuck? out there taking our pictures. Oh, yeah. For the, the people, that, don't, year, yeah, for the the people that aren't local to Laconia, it's, this is, having that many choppers would be completely... Outside the norm. It'd be like going back in time. Yeah, it would be completely out of the norm. Yeah. From what it is. Because like, you go to Bike Week now, and I still go to Bike Week. I'll go there every year, just like to walk Black around the wife, and... You'll see maybe two, three, maybe five choppers uh, if you're lucky. A little more, but you don't see that many. I mean, the no. ratio is like a uh, hundred baggers to one chopper. Right. You know, and then there's so many damn families there. I don't know why they made it a family. Event. It's definitely a family thing now, for sure. Well, they're trying which is to crazy, make it. but from what like it started it to over. what, it, yeah. Right. So we jumped off the XS really quick. I wanted <laughs> you to tell Bob. What the new plan is What's about that electronic plan? ignition? New plan is to ditch the electronic ignition and go to the points. Points, points or <laughs> magneto? Like, I say like, magneto. Yo. Put a magneto on that baby. Uh, if it wasn't, they make it. Yeah, nine hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say it's expensive as fuck though. Yeah, it's good, good investment. That's so, a Morris magneto too. Top yeah, of the line it is. stuff. So my issue, and we talked on the phone briefly, Bob, about this is. Um, I'm worried that what messed up my first ignition is a small oil leak it's like it's just a minor drip that i have coming out of the left they call it a breaker cover yeah it's where it's like basically the same there's a cover over the ignition and it's the camshaft is spinning right there and it's just 
the tiniest little bit of oil and it kind of pools up and like leaks out the bottom of that thing and I've replaced the gasket three times. I took the head off and like tapped the um, just fucking take the bearings <laughs> back in to make sure it was pushed all the way centered. Shut. And it still fucking drips this tiny little bit and I so I'm worried that electronic ignition points ignition that no matter what I put in there is going to get fucked up by well, the here's, here's the one thing about points because it spins and most of the time anything that spins goes to the farthest point way out yep okay points even if oil <gasps> gets on points you get a little can of what they call like electronic points cleaner and you just take off the two screws on the cover and you're good. Or All just right. build like a cover going over it, so even if the oil drips, it just no, it, it won't. I I know what you're talking about because um, on your on your so sporty, uh, you would you have a seventy three, seventy three, yeah, seventy three. That same thing. There's a seal behind there, and where I was trying to tell you, sometimes the seal, if it's riding in the same spot, and this will be on any motor. Any mechanical device, if your seal is riding consistently for years on the same spot, you will sometimes see uh, a line where the seal is actually rubbed the line and worn in there. Sometimes you just move the seal or get a better seal that's uh, what they call a, a double-sided seal, where it's got actually two lips on it. Yeah, and you put it in there. So you you move it so it's not riding on that same groove. Two lips. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey now. I was waiting for it. <laughs> one smile. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, that's that's what I got to look into. But either way, based on what you're saying, I feel like points is still the way to go because you can't just take an emery board and scrape up your electronic ignition and be like, yeah, fucking, did I get the oil off it? And it's like, yeah, and you destroyed it. <laughs> so I think points is the move. I'm going to go on eBay this week and see who's selling a points plate. I still have the mechanical advance, and I, this, this would be a fucking miracle, but I'm pretty sure I have all those little, that tiny little pin that goes in the, um, so I have a mechanical advance in a rod that's running through yeah. the, the camshaft area, and there's a little, there's two little like pins that go in each side of it, a locating pin basically yep. sticks straight up when you put the the mechanical advance and the ignition onto it. And I think I have both of those fucking pins. They're like a quarter of a millimeter. Yep. Uh, and somehow they're still in a bag. And I saw them in the garage the other day, and I'm like, holy shit. So that's that saves me money right there. But I, I'd like to know if there's a, a new points plate that I can get. Because I couldn't, <coughs> couldn't see one when I Googled it briefly. I don't, you know, because they got used on, ones uh, and shit, but... Go on JP. Yeah. Because they do have a, a section that sells jet parts. Yeah. And they're pretty good. I know uh, for a little while there, they were getting some parts uh, from overseas. Hmm. Just like every parts distributor tried to save money. Right. You know? Um, You'd so, think that they'd stop doing that because every person that does that, the quality well, goes to shit. But. You know, I think what happens is they get one company from China that uh, actually makes a great part. Right. And uh, not everything that comes out of China is junk. Sure. Uh, but I think what happens is somebody comes up later and says, oh, you're paying, you know, $22 for that part wholesale. I can sell it to you for 20 well, this guy's cutting it. Where is he cutting it on? And I think that happens. That happened for a while when I was younger. It was Japanese was the big thing. Japanese right. parts were junk. 
brand new shafts were undersized mm -hmm. because of the conversion to from uh, inches to metric right and machine and parts but japan had uh in the 80s after a bad reputation the late 80s they in the 90s they really increased their quality they yeah. really uh you know toyota the toyota I mean, yeah they way. came out with fucking karaoke grips and <laughs> <laughs> they got those fucking the skeleton hands holding mirrors now tight tolerance is on those oh, hands no, skeletons all they all come from china China, <laughs> India. Number one exporter skeletons. It's crazy. What the fuck else is going to hold my mirror up? But, it, you know, again, that goes back to... The skeletons go back to plaid and stripes don't go together. You know, it's styling. I yeah. agree 100%. I have not hands seen and a good-looking motorcycle with a bunch of skeletons on it. And Ron, yes, <laughs> not happy with it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But I think you should look, you know, check Into out a couple. There's uh, we'll reach out to fucking Hughes Anvil too if he's uh, got anything. He's got a crank-driven ignition, which is the only other option um, in the market besides that Pamco, which is because everything else is is cam-driven. Um, Let me see if he's got any boards or anything. If he's ripping everything off and putting fucking no, I know what, on. I know what he's what he's working on, and, and the the CDI is his is his new thing. So basically, instead of having anything in either breaker cover, both sides wide open, yeah. no shaft anymore, because it's all driven off the crank, and it goes down at the bottom yeah. left hand side of the motor where your stator is. Yeah. It's like a little black box that clips on there. And um, I mean, it's it's six hundred bucks, so I'd rather not go that route. Not that it's not worth it. If I had, if I was doing a ground up build, I'd probably do that. But I'd seeing go as I'm, if I was doing a ground up build, yeah, but reach mean, out to Brandon cool. because when he was doing that uh, that CV five fifty, yep, he did a lot of homework on you know where to get the Japanese parts, and uh, I can't remember if it was Throttle Addiction. But one of the companies that he had reached out to had a, a really good, uh, you know, catalog of Japanese, you know, parts. Sure. Long. Mm. Also, Old Bike Barn, if I remember correctly, they had a, a bunch of different Japanese parts, you know, nice. for, for the bikes. And, and, and reach out to them. They're, they're good. I bought a bunch of parts off them, and they're great people to deal with. And... Uh, Check into them. It's out there. There is right. people making those points plates for the 650. That's what I got to find. That's the way I want to go. See, the battery just that change the motor and put a Triumph motor in there. <laughs> or an Evo. <laughs> then I could deal with Lucas even better. No, you get rid of the Lucas. Put a Mighty Max on it for the charging system and put the points in. Right. You know. Yeah, that bike That bike will get that running for summer. It's we so, need to. It's not yes. far. Everything else is already where it needs to be. I'll be so upset. Just oh, I gotta get that rear. What's tire your brother too. got in his? I don't just take he's his. Got, Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so swap motors. <laughs> they got the, the the eighty to eighty four. They went with a, a TDI. I don't know what the TDI stands for, but um, it's a pickup plate yeah. on the bottom left hand side. Yeah. And uh, he's got nothing up top, so in some way it must be crank driven. Yeah. It's um, crank driven. So yeah, he's got he's got the fancy one. Well, you know, I bet you the motor mounts are the same. 
They are. <laughs> Just throw your tins on his bike, Becky. We got the same hardtail. You there. could do either one. You could throw the tins. Yeah, you right. Just swap <laughs> overs, you know. He's like, well, that's my frame blow. Hell, it ain't running. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Just put his fucking tank on the blue frame. It's the same hardtail, so it would all mount up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucking great. Uh, we're coming. I mean, we're coming up on two hours. Anything more than this, and I'm not going to be able to fit it into one episode. No, we need to go three hours on this one. We're going to have to do a part <laughs> one and part like, two. Fuck you. Anchor doesn't. Anchor doesn't CB's let us go like, too much. I'm ready to go home. Hours. We go to fuck the bed because yeah. I actually have to go to work tomorrow morning, oh, which I talent. haven't done in a week and a half. And jealous. Yeah, so we should, nice. we should get uh, you know the end of the month or you know later you know get back together and. Uh, Check, uh, touch base with where everybody's plans and uh, you know what the progress is. For, For sure. sure. You know, That'll keep us honest. On. That'll keep me fucking Googling these fucking ignitions. Yeah, because if you don't have that running before my hardtail's done, you're fucked. Yeah. Well, if I just don't help with your hardtail, then it'll give me more time. Yeah, that's true. So. That is true. <laughs> then you'd be fucked. Hey, did you get gas yet? Oh, no, no I didn't well, get gas. Fuck no. That was the best deer in the headlights look from him all night. I was, trying to, I was trying to understand. I thought he meant like gasoline for the bike. I'm like, that's not been a problem. And then I'm like, oh yeah, welding stuff. Well, yeah, well, got that hardtail. Yeah. Well, can't wait. It's right so down the road. road. Can they just be open? Fuck, I hate this place. We already found you two places. Nah. Open we on the weekends. Main Oxy. And that place Brandon said. I don't know what the that fuck one it was. That one that granite. Granite State down there and Derry, they are great people to deal with. They're not open on Saturday, so. Yeah, they're not. Just tell work, hey, I stubbed my toe, I'm leaving an hour early, and go down there. Walk in, flip them the money, See, I, need, I need a job like you guys where I get PTO. I don't get any PTO. I, I got PTO, PTO in my fucking truck. Then go get the gas. No, give you the, the money. PTO I got is you push the button and it makes sure I can put my bed down. <laughs> <laughs> Power takeoff. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I, I save my paid time off for real important things like going to Laconia. <laughs> right. Or rendezvous. That's it. I've never been there. I, I'm pretty excited. I'm sitting at like two days right now. I've only been there three months. So mm-hmm. I know by in a couple more months, I'll have a whole week and I'm going to be like, Later. I don't know what to do with it. I'm on that salary life, so. Every day no, is a paid day. I think when I finally get a full <laughs> week, we're all going down to Florida. So, Florida boys, I'm going to be down there to fuck some shit up. Fuck, I'm going to Myrtle Beach this year. I forgot to tell you, motherfuckers. Really? Yeah. Motherfucker, like, I'm going to Myrtle Beach. The old lady was like, I want to go to fucking Myrtle Beach. And I was what like... What bike are you taking? Perfect. Both of them. Are they both going to be done? I'm getting a fucking trailer hitch for the minivan. Damn. Why are you taking both bikes? In case one breaks, I still want to ride. <laughs> That's a smart idea. You got two, just bring them both. That's your tip of the week from me. There you go. <laughs> what the fuck? Stole it, motherfucker. Come on, two bikes for when one gets fucked. Are you going to Myrtle Beach during bike week that they have down there? Um, so I'm trying to convince her just because I've never been there and I want to check it out. Even though I've heard it's super played out, but I've never been, so I want to go. But, um,. I was trying to plan it so I could go to the war run while I was down there. But that's later in the year, so it's not as nice down there, and it's not like beach weather. And So we'll see. I might be making two trips. See, I think for rather than Myrtle Beach, I'd do the smoke out again. I want to go to the fucking uh, 
Swole the Smoky Fest. Mountain fucking chopper fest. Yeah, yeah that that's in Georgia. Awesome, but that's not yeah. far if you're in South Carolina. No, no, it's it's not. Two years that I went to Smokeout, I had a blast. I've never been to that either. That was a blast. Was I just don't know time. if I can bring the wife and. But the Smokeout, you can rendezvous would be questionable. I'm gonna have kids though, so. Oh, yeah. Not rendezvous then. Definitely not a question. I'm not allowed to go. To this is a uh, air quote. Not allowed. allowed. <laughs> what? No. My wife's not having that. She's heard stories. So what? Everybody exaggerates. Uh, yeah. Well, even there's a little bit of truth in that story, and she's heard it, and she's like, "You're not going." Huh? Doesn't like, she trust you? If she, she trusts, trusts you. me, she doesn't trust. Have you seen this amount of sexy right here? Like, come on. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're they had, fine. They had two generations of porn star from the same family. The, the time I went, <laughs> pretty out, pretty outrageous. Yeah, they're taking pictures with everybody. They're nice people, though. Well, <laughs> you should go. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the stories on the, on the podcast, but I've been a couple of times. I'm actually in the video. Brandon's mother and I are in the video in '91. Uh, oh God! Oh man, what is on that video? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, destroy. <laughs> He's like, there's two lips. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they come by and they interview. Brandon did not appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, this, so might, this episode ended here for Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good time. We had a good time. That's awesome. You know, I, I have heard stories of how bad it's gotten. I went a couple years ago, again, up in Rendezvous. Yeah. But it's all on how you are, not how right. anybody else is. That's right. And the other side sucks. That's right. It's the only thing to remember. <laughs> Why, right. Did you go one year? Yeah. Which year did you go? I want to say 2016, maybe 2017. Yeah, 2016. I might have been there. Was it 16? Or maybe it was 15. I, I lost around there. It was a couple 16. years. It was I, still got the, I still got the white shirt. I, I still got the Boo Virgin shirt. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to go. <laughs> I was there the the year the guy uh, with the golf cart hit the guy the guy on the bike. Oh, when damn. They jumped out. That's where they did away with golf carts. But one of the years I was there... There was a guy going around and had made up a, a picnic table with motorized, like a go-kart and had a picnic table. Absolutely. And he would drive around the road, you know, going down the back. <laughs> yep. And he would sit on the picnic table and drink your beer and talk. And he'd just be driving through the campground. It was a blast. And you say, hey, I need to get off here and carry <laughs> on. And let's just shuttle people. Was, <laughs> it was a blast. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So before we end this, we got to throw let's throw out these two shows real quick. Yep. Um... We have the motherfucking new tradition show coming up. Are we in January? We're in January. Yeah, right? we're already in this January. fucking this month, motherfuckers. In two weeks, actually. Yep. Right. What's the date on that? The is it the nineteenth or the sixteenth? Oh, it's not written over here. I don't know why you're looking at me. Hold up, Instagram. All right. Uh, we're we'll waiting wait for that. Let's go to the motherfucking Moto Expo. Motherfucking Somerville, Massachusetts, guys. Uh, Two twenty-three. So next month. 23rd. You got some time before this one, but plan ahead. That shit's running 12 to 12. It's going to be a motherfucking party. I've talked to so many people, and a lot of people are making the ride out, so fucking be there. Don't and that's put on by Chopper Head and Full Speed Ahead. Yeah, buddy. To and make then sure we mentioned it earlier. Fucking Cheap Thrills, Asbury Park, New Jersey. That shit's going on. Oh, we did do this out of order. This one's 2-2. So this one's coming up. In in between shit, the two shows, one month from when we're recording right, right now, he's got it over here. So new tradition, 
is Saturday, January 19th. Yes. So, shit's January 20th, away. Isn't it? Nope. No. No. That's wrong. Don't listen to oh, That's last year. It's shit's hot. running 4 <laughs> to 11 p.m. 7 Jackson Street, Worcester, Mass. What? You can follow them at New Tradition Company on Instagram is the place to get it. Thank you to Chopper Bob for handing me the phone so I could sound professional and get all that information out there. And if you need any more info on the Moto Expo, go to Full Speed Ahead on Instagram or Chop Ahead on Instagram. Get yourself a motherfucking hotel because you're going to get torn the fuck up. Yeah, buddy. And what was that other one you were talking about? You didn't put any information on it, so let's go back to that one. Cheap Thrills? Yeah. Cheap Thrills, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Shit's going on on February 2nd. And uh, I fucking Chicken Rick's going to be there. Wannabe Fabrication's going to be there. I was going to be there because that's my birthday weekend. But it's just not in the books. I got way too much shit to do with the fucking bikes. Yeah, you got to get those shits running. So, yeah, I need to take the, as much time as I can to get that shit. But I'll be at the two motherfucking local shows. Like, we'll all be there. Coming to motherfucking Massachusetts. Yeah, buddy. Well, Ron says he's going to come up. Him and Chuck <clears throat> are going to come up and meet us. Maybe we all grab a couple beers and some drinks. <clears throat> yep, Ron and Chuck sure. coming up from Rhode Island meeting us. I'm down to get so. lunch before the fucking Moto Expo. Because yeah. we're going to be there for a long time. And we yeah. got to be there early. So maybe we'll have to do breakfast. Yeah. Because we're going to have to be there early. We're going to have to be there before 12. So. we got a booth. Yeah, you guys booth. should be there. God, take off the headphones. Knock the headphones. How are you guys out. gonna? Are you guys gonna set up and actually uh, record a podcast there and interview? I don't know if we're gonna record. No. We should definitely bring the shit just in case we find anybody that yeah is trying to get on. But we'll be there with a booth. We'll have our table. We'll have some chairs. Mm-hmm. We'll have at least two choppers. Yep. And I got the truck now. So yeah, depending where CP's at, down. CP get that fucking chopper built in a month. Mm, probably not gonna happen. But we'll at least have a fucking. Who are we going to have there? We're going to have the stepchild. I mean, not the stepchild. The hood rat will be there. Side chick will be there. Side chick will be there. Mm-hmm. I'll bring have a photo. So come huh? find us, motherfucker. I'll have at least two bikes. Oh, you know what? I'll, if my hardtail's not on, I'll just bring the hardtail frame with me. There you go. <laughs> the come see my hardtail live. <laughs> oh, it's good. That's yeah. a good advertisement. I'll just show, put some parts on the ground for you. Yeah. Hell it. yeah. That's a one of that's a fucking first off the production line. Yes, yeah, sir. To see. Let people see it, see the quality. You know what's you know what's great though with with him. He's like reached out to me every time that they've done something on that hardtail, and like Except I have he, photos of that shit like on his on the um, frame jig, the, the frame jig that yeah. they used to weld it up and shit. So that is cool. I've Super seen it, cool. I've seen it from pipes to fucking fully welded together, and he's added some. Some flourishes, like I mentioned earlier. So. <laughs> flourishes, I like that. Now, did you, have you received it yet? It's uh, going to be shipped this week. Okay, so all right. He, his guy is supposed to come out. I guess they with the holidays. It's been rough. So, oh yeah, yeah. Right. It'll it'll be in this month. Nice. I've already nice. paid for shipping, so I'm just waiting on it to get here. Nice, yeah. nice. And just a little word of advice: don't be a dumbass like me. The pro builder is just the pipes. You have to pay more to have it all welded together. Just so you know. <laughs> Go to the site. What site? Uh, in other words, read. The one I didn't get. Would it be voodoovintage.com? <laughs> no, it's yeah. not Voodoo Vintage. You can, you can only buy the Pro pro Builder short, um, from them. Oh, you sure. have to go to Lowbrow Custom oh, to get the, to get the fully account. assembled one. Shit. So. Motherfucking Lowbrow. Lowbrow, yeah. whenever you want to sponsor, just hit us up. It's about $120 <laughs> more, just so you know. <laughs> we'll be working Lowbrow soon. All right. Yeah. All right. Chris, what do you got? I got some work to do 
on a motherfucking excess points ignition for yes. an excess. That's what I got for us. So that's my that's my takeaway. That's what I'll be working on. CP, what do you got? I got the fact that negative space is the way to go. No, it's not. Negative that space clean. wins the race. Yeah, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's been made clear. It's been made clear today. Bob, what do you got? <laughs> well, I'm almost done rearranging and cleaning the shop, and I'm ready to start going to town. And the amount of tools that I have found that I didn't know I had. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Lots With that, I took this one from the fucking wonderful Fox. It's Friday, motherfuckers. Drink salty beers and bang gears. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Shit in the beginning Back when I was feeling unforgiving I know I pissed you off to see me winning See the glue in my mouth and I be grinning Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me Hundred deep when I roll like the army Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow Hundred bands in my pocket, it's on me Yeah, your grandma more probably know me Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely It's a moment when I show up, got I'm saying wow Everywhere I go, catch me on the block like a Mutombo. 750 Lambo in the Utah snow, trunk in the front like that shit done, boy. Yeah. Cut the roof off like a nip tuck. Pull up to the house with some big butts. Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club. Me and Dre came for the. When I got quiet, all of y'all disappeared. Before I drive Sony, none of y'all really care. Now they always say congratulations to the kid. And this is not a 40, but I'm pouring out this shit. You serve a lot, but I got more now. Made another hit, cause I got bored now. Always going for it, never pump fourth down. Last call, hell, Mary Prescott touchdown, eh? Hey. Honey, bands in my pocket, it's on me. Honey, deep when I roll like the army. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got them saying, wow. Honey, bands in my pocket, it's on me. Yeah, your grandma more probably know me. Get more bottles, these bottles are lonely. It's a moment when I show up, got them saying, wow.